daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that's not the love boat, Frank. Well, I'm guessing from inference that's probably Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> Correct, yeah, you got the exact film in the series as well, brilliant work. How did I get it? From the boat reference? <laughs> or the Frank and the character name? <laughs> I'm Luke, this is also Luke, and we're the Sandler Pit, a podcast where we watch and talk about every single Adam Sandler film or TV show or appearance or an animated series of films that he's left for some reason and there's no explanation online and no interviews and no reason and no fallout seemingly but why didn't he do it because surely you could just get a recording booth even remotely you could probably do it why has he not come back surely the money was probably fine he's got a good relationship with sony what's happened i reckon that he had some sort of connection with gendy tartakovsky or whatever he's called that directed the original three because it's the first one without him oh is he not doing it either he's not directing it no it's the oh my first God. Transylvania film to have a co-director. doesn't have Adam Sandler as Dracula anymore and doesn't have Kevin James as Frankenstein. So, That's I mean, God knows. a little bit worrying. Have we, have we said that we're reviewing Hotel Transylvania? Oh, no. <laughs> Today we're talking about Hotel Transylvania 4, Hotel Transylvania Transformania, which is being released on Amazon Prime. We've had a fucking nightmare with this series of films. God, to chart it's quite difficult. So we started it. We did the first two. I thought I'd hate them. Turns out I actually quite liked them. We did the third one. I fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was about the third one that got me so bad. Then we played all the mobile video games of them and read all the fan fiction. And you played the PS4 game. And then we watched the TV shows and we watched the short films, and then we wrote our own fan fiction about Dracula. Now we're at this point, we've done, we've spent, how many hours do you reckon we've spoken about this? Probably like 10 <laughs> on record. It's got to be something like that, because we end up talking for like two and a bit hours, but I edit around a lot of rubbish, like when we waffle on too much about something, try and make it a bit more palatable. But like, even still, I feel like we're probably at the point where we've kind of alienated our audience because we've become obsessed with this weird franchise. Yeah, because anyone who's a fan of Adam Sandler, a fan of Happy Gilmore, of Billy Madison, of The Waterboy, we haven't even fucking done Happy Gilmore. We've done five episodes on this series of films. Yep. And they're kids' films, and but we look at them from this weird angle because we found all this like extra text that people have written for no apparent reason. So like I think quite early on when the trailer for this one released, we were recording maybe our <laughs> second or third one, and it was about loads of people were like fuming that Griffin didn't look sexy in it. So it kind of like cut a hole under us where we <laughs> fell into this world where these children's <laughs> characters were being sexualized by people on the internet yeah. yeah if you look up griffin fan fiction or griffin tumblr and, and stuff there's a lot of weird fan fiction i think fans already knew he was ginger i, I reckon they, they probably say it in one of the early films mm -hmm. so he's always like a ginger like nymph like man like yeah, really he's skinny always, i would if i was to compare him to like an existing animated character the way he gets portrayed in fan art is a bit like milo from atlantis 
like a bookish <laughs> ginger man. Yeah. And a little bit like Howl from Howl's Moving Castle, like a like a really sexy kind of man, and it's very weird. Yeah. And then the trailer release and the plot of this film is seemingly that something happens that's turning the monsters into humans and the humans into monsters. And it's revealed good concept. And it's turned out the invisible man is like an ugly, fat, balding ginger man. <laughs> Which I think we could have kind of worked out i don't know the way people have read it that he was going to be really sexy and stuff like why is he hiding if he's sexy that's true what's weird is i'm on the hotel transylvania wikipedia page transformania Mm -hmm. it's obviously got the january 14th prime video release date and it's the split screen which i've drawn for our cover which is monsters on one side and then their human versions the invisible man's not there they've got blobby they've got the dog They've got Frank, they've got Murray, they've got Mavis, they've got Dracula. They've got fucking everyone except except think, him. Do we think he dies? Maybe he dies like in the opening scene. He sees his horrible self and throws himself off the hotel. It's the balcony. first suicide in the franchise. Could you imagine? That's horrible. <laughs> I reckon they've avoided it to not piss off the fans. Yeah, maybe it was because of the fan reaction, like when they changed how Sonic the Hedgehog looked. That's why the release has been pushed back. He's actually going to be sexy again. Yeah, I'd kill to see the original Sonic the Hedgehog cut with the dirty, like, monster version of Sonic. Yeah, those horrible little teeth. So I'm on the trivia for this film on IMDb. Hmm. Most of the notes are about the changes in, like, the cast and crew. The first one that really took my attention was that Steve Carell was considered to replace Adam Sandler as the voice of Dracula before Brian Hull was confirmed. That would have been a good pick to replace him, I think. Just doing his Gru voice, I think that would be fine. Crazy that their list was Steve Carell and then Brian Hull. It's very interesting, the divorce of the original cast and who's remained, because I thought originally, oh, well... If Kevin James and Adam Sandler have left, then all the kind of Sandler lads will be gone. Mm. But no, David Spade's still there. Bloody Buscemi? Steve Buscemi's still there. But have you seen Brian Hull is now listed below Murray? Like he's credited so low down. Yeah, but it's, it's now if it's done by power or whatever, you know, star power, the popularity. Yeah, but, but Dracula's the main character. <laughs> yeah, but he's been. And they've just gone, fuck this, you. This guy that just does like cartoon voices rather than one of the big draws or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's not so, a bigger character in it. Maybe this is more about Mavis and John. <laughs> you know what? It probably will be because considering that, I think is Selena Gomez now one of the main producers. Yeah, something like that. Well, we heard Brian Hull doing this voice in Monster Pets, was it? Yeah, and it, it not, sounded not bad. Sounded pretty good, to be fair. So I think he'll be all right. Also, Kevin James. This is another bit of trivia. Yeah, get this into your fucking ear holes. Jim Carrey was considered to replace Kevin James as the voice of Frankenstein before Brad Abril was confirmed. <laughs> Who is Brad Abril? He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Um, he is a voice actor, according to IMDb, incredibly diverse talents. He has played Worm Guy in Men in Black, Mannix in Men in Black 2, and Worm in Men in Black 3. <laughs> Most known My favourite. <laughs> My favourite characters. What are you thinking? Because at the time of recording this intro, we're still two days off the release and we're going to watch it like pretty much as soon as it drops. What are your thoughts around it considering that the director and two of the leads are gone? I'm kind of a bit in the middle with it because like I like watching these and talking about them because they're so crazy. But I don't know how much of that craziness is Adam Sandler's sense of humour. So I'm kind of worried about where that's going to have gone. If this is going to 
be slipping more into like a Disney-fied territory. I'm not saying they were edgy because they really weren't, but they were in like this weird sort of nonsense world. Whereas I think this looks like it's still going to have it because like the animations that they've done for all those characters changing into humans are all really funny. Like they the are mum- funny. The yeah. mummy looks hilarious and... I don't know, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it still, to be honest. I don't think Adam Sandler's voice acting is enough of a thing to draw me to it. He was never my favourite character in the series. It's... I'm a Griffin stan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as much the voice acting. I feel like you can get around that, even though I'm disappointed to like kind of not hear Sandler and Kevin James and stuff. But it's more the Tartakovsky leaving because he has kind of a dynamic cartoon style. Like, didn't he do like Dexter's Laboratory and... Yeah. cow and chicken and, and stuff like that and that kind of transfers particularly in the third one the character animation is quite good and dynamic so i'm a bit worried is it going to kind of lose that edge a bit i don't know yeah me too but this has kind of from what i can gather from the trailers as you say we haven't seen the films but like from the trailer it looks like this has a sort of quite quirky almost 2d feel to it it's mm. it kind of reminds me of like the animation that they did in like I don't want to say Mitchell's versus the machines and Spider-Verse because it's not to that level, but like maybe a bit like the, do you remember Peanuts? Like Snoopy, they released a movie that had kind of like a Wes Anderson-y stop motion feel to it. And yeah, it wasn't it atrocious that film? Um, no, I thought it was okay when I watched it. it what am I, what am I thinking of? Like whenever they do like a new version of these old cartoons, you know, like Tom and Jerry released one this year and Scoob and... Yeah, but they're ones where they're like set in the real world. Like the Peanuts one was actually quite sweet still. What was it called? Snoopy and Charlie Brown, the movie? I think it was just called The Peanuts Movie or something. Oh, right. Oh, yes. It wasn't like they come to the real world and are like on Neil Patrick Harris's shoulder or something. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been terrible. Uh, I I should watch this. It looks all right. Is it Blue Sky Studios? They've folded now, I think. I think they died last year uh, because of the COVID pandemic. Very sad. Um, yeah, it was, it was a nice film, this one. What did they do? They did uh, Ice Age, Robots, Horton Hears a Who, fucking Rio. They did some, like, quite all right films. And I was did, I was but... thinking about this earlier, you know, because there's been a thing on TikTok that's gone viral, which is a sound, which is someone's mashed up a big ballad from The Hunchback of Notre Dame with a bit from How to Train Your Dragon, which I think mm. arguably the best animated trilogy in a long time, the How to Train Your Dragon films. Very good films. Yeah. And my wife kept on saying, oh, that's that song from Ice Age. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Ice Age. The only song in it is Wimoy from Matilda. <laughs> it doesn't have any songs in it. And we looked it up and she was right. And it was the same composer and stuff. But you said Ice Age was a quite good film. But like, I always think that came out when we were like the prime audience for it. And I've got no nostalgia for the Ice Age films. I think they were pretty shit. I don't like Ice Age 1 at all. I think that's shit. But I didn't mind the second and third one. They were okay. But again, I'm I'm not massively nostalgic for them either. I like I the voice I, of the mammoth, I think. Ray Romano. I love Ray Romano. Good. I was thinking back to like Madagascar and stuff, which I don't love either, but I would much rather watch one of those than Ice Age. I watched Madagascar again for the first time last week, and it's fucking... My ex-girlfriend, it was her favourite film of all time. It was Madagascar. And her second favourite film was Beethoven 2. <laughs> Fucking shit. Like, uh, so I was always like, how can anyone like think Madagascar's the best film? Mm. I haven't seen it in years. I fucking watched it the other day and I was like, Jesus, this is actually a bit shite. Yeah. But we'll eventually get round to it because it's got Chris Rock in it. Yeah, we'll have to watch it one day when we do the, <laughs> the Rock Pool as our miniseries after finishing. The we, are, we are going to end up just doing the Grown Ups actors aren't we i hope so 
I so I want this so. to keep going. So we we'll have to watch every well. series of Boardwalk Empire <laughs> with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Oh, no, we can't do Steve Buscemi because he's actually done, like, good... Loads. Imagine us reviewing Fargo. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, like, good films. No, we've got to stick it to Chris Rock, Rob Schneider, Kevin James, David Spade, and Adam Sandler. The, the big five. The gang gang. Hell yeah. So, one last point. I just saw a little bit of the trailer for Transformania, and you know how the Prime Video logo is a smile? It had vampire mm. teeth. That's fun. That's pretty good, isn't it? Thanks, Jeff Bezos, for <laughs> blessing us with that. He's left. He's left Amazon now, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's Spectre so still he's... haunts the halls of yeah. Amazon. He's literally like that fucking uh, Van Helsing, isn't he? <laughs> Just his disgusting, <laughs> more machine than man. <laughs> his little bald head. Um, <laughs> what a little bastard! But yeah, so we're going to be watching this film very soon in two days when it comes out. But that doesn't matter to you <laughs> at home. We're going to have a thing called the Sandler scale, which is a bit stupid at this point because this is neither a Sandler film or like Happy Madison or even connected at all to the things we know and love. It's just like the poor remnants of Sandler are going to yeah, be in there. It's the carcass. It's literally the reanimated corpse of <laughs> stuff we love. But this I'm sure the, this, this is still... the Billy Madison remake starring Pete Davison, isn't it? That's basically what this is. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine if they did that. That'd be so fucking rubbish. But yeah, so we're going to have a list of tropes that we would usually have to watch these films. Nine each. We'll make it into a bingo sheet. It usually has things ranging all the way from old joke, farts, poo, Coca-Cola, slow motion, um, Colonel Sanders, goo. Goo. (laughs) Luke's got a little bag of goo. I've got a little bag of goo. With his little blobby goo next to him. I don't know why. Oh, wait, hang on. Hang on. Oh, how could I? I packed my blobby. <laughs> oh, thank God. He's got his blobby out again. I put him in, <laughs> I put him in my box of the stuff because I'm moving house like uh, right now uh, yeah. as we record this, which is quite funny. This what is a lovely little... memory to have. Like the last thing you watch in your house is Transmania, whatever it's called, Transformania. Transformania. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the four. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to do with tropes, to be honest. Like this could go either way. But they can't rewrite it. Like, they can't get rid of some of the madcap stuff that these guys get up to, like falling over and shit. Yeah, imagine if they'd gone really dour and dark with this one and all the characters were like completely different. How much do you think there's going to be like musical numbers in this? Because we're in a quite different world now. It's been a while mm. since the last one came out. Like, does LMFAO still have the same draw that it did back in the day? Red, 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 what's his name? Red, red Do. Foo. Red Foo is literally like in a retirement home now, I heard. Like he's literally got dementia. He's like 87, isn't he? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. He, he was the so uncle old. of Sky Blue, wasn't he? He's the uncle of Sky Blue, uh, the younger one who looks older. Sky Blue is is nearing retirement. Yeah, yeah. He'll be there <laughs> They're both really old. They're both on a cruise right now. Yeah, like he has to look after Red Foo. <laughs> like wipe his ass. So um, I'm on the soundtrack right now and the cha-cha <laughs> slide is in this film. Hell yeah, that's and good. Biddy body, bibidoo. Bim, bibi, bidi, bidi, bom, yeah, I think it must be that. I don't know what that is. Performed by Bubbles and also apparently Wake Me Up Before You Go Go Up is in capitals. By, but it's Hell yeah. not by Wham, it's by Los Joao. <laughs> <laughs> so George Michaels, he's a state are barely going to profit off of that, which is a joke. Oh, um, sad, isn't it? It is sad. So what do you think in terms of music? What are we going to get? 
a joke, but I do actually like it when we have the really cheesy LMFAO stuff and uh, how good the Kraken was in the third one. That was yeah. amazing. It it was like so good. And like, <laughs> what songs were they playing? Like uh, the Macarena, the Macarena Tiesto songs. Tiesto. Oh, the Tiesto, Tiesto Kraken song. Good was vibrations awesome. they had. Good vibrations. There's some fun stuff, and I feel like music is in, intrinsically linked to this franchise and also to the character of Jonathan. So if Jonathan's yeah. now the lead and he doesn't have any weird music going on, I'm going to call it out. I'm going to be like, you've, you've misunderstood the character. Yeah, because I can't think of any pop music. They could, maybe like a Sia song. Like <laughs> I don't know, but, but Andy Samberg is literally a musician, like a comedy musician. And he's one of the only actors left. So yeah, surely so. They'll, they'll be bringing that back. Well, we'll see. Is it going to be as good as Sing 2? That's the big question. That's a very good question. Have you watched the trailer for that? I don't want to be like going too off topic here because we should be bringing this to an end. But have you watched it? I saw it before Spider-Man in IMAX, the Sing 2 trailer. (laughs) It's genuinely like five minutes long and it's well sad. It's like... Why? What's what's sad about it? Has the koala lost his fear or whatever? No, they're like, they're on some new show. I don't know, these animals. And like, they're trying to step it up to the next level. And they're like, one of them's like, oh yeah, why don't we go and get I don't know what his name is, like Johnny Longtooth. And they're all like, Johnny Longtooth? How do you know that name? And they're all going to try and track down this old monster. No, this old animal. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a monster. And then they go to his house and it's like a lion and he's fucking depressed. In my head, I'm like, is that lion like an aging rock star that had like a drug addiction problem and like his band members have like killed themselves or something? Because it's so sad. Trust me, when you watch this trailer, I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck? This is so depressing. (laughs) Watch it now. I'll watch. You want me to watch it now live, and we'll yeah. keep it in the episode. Because the lines right. like Johnny Longo, I've not heard that name for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I haven't even seen Sing One, so none of this will really impact me. I thought it was right, Sing One. Did you? I mean, I used to say I didn't like stuff like that, but I reckon point, if you, you know, watched it, you would probably quite like it. It's got heart. Yeah. It's got heart. Okay, got- I'm watching the trailer now. It's got a big 7.1 on IMDb, the first one. Oh, God, it's loud. <laughs> My name is... Are the slugs singing? <laughs> Fucking hell, Sing 2 has 7.6 on IMDb right now. <laughs> That's better than every Adam Sandler film, I think. Is it out? I think so. Oh no, January twenty eighth. Well, what was you gonna say? Fuck it. What? I was gonna say I'll watch it before I leave <laughs> the country. <laughs> Is Matthew McConaughey back? Yeah, yeah, it's Buster Moon. Hell yeah. Adam Buxton's in the second one. Good stuff. Why? Eric Andre Bono. Oh yeah, sorry, Eric Andre's in it. Julia Davis from Kevin and Stacey's in it. Callaway. Is that who it is? Yeah, what, the depressed lion? Look how sad it looks. I'm not at the point. A gecko singing a song in a car. Oh yeah, Chop Suey. Yeah, I've seen this trailer quite a few times. Is that Tom Holland? <laughs> Little gorilla. No, it's Taron Egerton. Oh, is that Taron Egerton singing? Yeah, yeah, he's good, isn't he? Hell yeah. There's like five plots going on. I don't know. What's... Yeah, there's so much. It getting be like a, TV a fucking... show. Getting a headache. In the first one, um, Taron Egerton's dad is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Clay Calloway. How oh, is he there? No, like Carraway's Bono. I've just <laughs> the pig's crying. <laughs> it's really sad, isn't it? That trailer. And the gorilla's like shaking yeah, his yeah. hand. Like he's got Parkinson's. He's got Parkinson's. Oh my god, the lion's wife's dead. <laughs> it's really sad, isn't it? I just wish we could justify watching Sing on our Sandler podcast. Why don't we just watch it? Like, does it matter? Does it, anything matter? The, the Bono pit. Hell yeah. 
they didn't look good. Hang on, surely there's someone in this that we can we can kind of say, oh, we're watching it because of them. For okay, Williams. Matthew we'll be, McConaughey, we'll Reese Witherspoon from uh, Paul Blart. Yeah, we'll say that. That'll be our reason. Reese uh, Witherspoon, the mum of Little Nicky. <laughs> the mum of Little Nicky. Nick Offerman, Letitia Wright, Eric Andre, Chelsea Prey, and Bono. None of them have been in anything to do with Adam Sandler, I think. No, I don't think they have. It's a shame. Should we just do it? What, are you that excited about it? I really want to watch Sing 2, but I need a reason to watch it. I don't just want to watch it. You know? Oh, the director, Garth Jennings, is from uh, Epping, which is down the road from where I live. There you go. That's a reason to watch it, isn't it? That's a reason Support to the hometown. Things. I've just watched the trailer and I can confirm that it is actually very, very sad. It's very good, and I isn't think, it? I think it looks like the lion's wife's died. And, yeah, uh, there's like I think, a, there's no, like I think a, his band members have overdosed. The band members are all dead and oh, his wife be. is clearly dead because there's a there's a photo of him with his lioness wife in a wheelchair and then the wheelchair the next shot is the wheelchair just shoved in a wardrobe and then it cuts to the gorilla shaking like fucking Stephen Hawking in Theory of Everything and the pig crying by a bathtub that was quite a very surprisingly emotional it's a well emotional trailer like I don't think Transvania is going to hit those same sort of depths <laughs> uh, unfortunately not do you have anything else you want to say up top about Transvania not about saying I'll probably say this is arguably my most anticipated film of 2022 other than Doctor Strange 2 (laughs) this is the only other film that I'm looking forward to not the Batman with Robert Pattinson uh, yeah I'm looking forward to that actually but one Batman at a time uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay so grab your uh, grab your cape grab your little bag of goo and grab a a bunch of friends and a hit play on your favourite Tiesto playlist because we're going back to Transylvania and grab back. This, the book Dracula. And grab, <laughs> grab Dracula by Bram Stoker grab the Invisible Man by uh, whoever the fuck wrote that H.G. H.G. Wells yeah. yeah grab the original what was it the, the modern Prometheus by Mary Shelley <laughs> grab yeah, what's a werewolf thing Tom Cruise <laughs> grab the werewolf by uh, called, is it called the Wolfman the Wolfman by what Who's ever played a werewolf? I tried to think, yeah, by J.K. Rowling. Benicio del Toro played the wolf man, didn't he? They tried to do like a dark version of it. Was it him? Bad film, that one. Let's see if this somehow crosses into the multiverse of universal horror monsters, which I've always wanted. Imagine if it crosses over into the dark pictures, whatever they were called. Do you remember? The dark universe. I'd love that. <laughs> if we're going to learn anything from Spider... Because film studios copy everything. They copy trends. Spider-Man's made so much money and they cross over multiverses and bring back old IPs. So you think a every... film that comes out three weeks after that one is going <laughs> to... No, <laughs> but I mean, every, every fucking film now, they're going to bring in a multiverse element or like bringing back old legacy casts be like that'll be mimicked in fucking everything for the next couple of years Mm -hmm. to try and get that lightning in a bottle again and i really want to see the hotel transylvania cast hanging out with tom cruise yeah how sick would it be if they open a door and russell crowe's just in there and he says welcome to a world of gods and monsters Do you remember he says that in the Mummy film? I have not seen the Mummy. <laughs> oh my god, it's one but of the does, worst. Yeah, my Mummy is definitely fucking Murray. whoever plays it. Murray. But who plays him in this one? Keegan Michael Key. Keegan, yeah, yeah. The definitive Murray over that piece of shit CeeLo Green. <laughs> 
From the masked singer. Right. <laughs> from the masked singer. Whatever. Fucking let's, let's do We're not going on to the masked so singer. I'm excited to watch this Jesus film. Let's Christ. go. Yeah, let's go watch it. So, yeah. See you. See you. Cowabunga. <laughs> what? You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. Is everything okay down here? Hey, Drac, what's up? Oops. And we are back. We have Transformaniaed ourselves back into two boring <laughs> podcast hosts, but in the meantime, we wear dragons. <laughs> Luke, what is the plot of the film Hotel Transylvania, Transformania? Uh, so this starts with a very interesting sequence, which basically implies that um, Dracula invented the song Just the Two of Us 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> If we're thinking logically. Yeah. Anyway, he's singing with baby Mavis and you see like this long flashback and then it cuts to the present day and you can see that there's this seething resentment of Johnny, which hasn't existed since the first film, but apparently now is a massive thing. Dracula wants to retire and give the hotel to Mavis, but he's very hesitant because he fucking hates Johnny and everything Johnny's about, his whole vibe is off. So he makes up this stupid lie that's like, there's a monster tax where you've got to be a monster to own the hotel. Mm. So Johnny then decides to transform his entire body into a monster's using Van Helsing's magic rock. But then chaos ensues and our main monster cast all become human and then Johnny becomes this dragon monster thing. I just take up a little bit because I was drinking my, my Coke just <laughs> before. <laughs> I was drinking this big, big gulp of uh, big, big <laughs> Mackies that I've been eating just before I started. Anyway, hilarity ensues. They end up in the fucking jungle or some shit. What did you think of Transformania? I think this is a bit of a weird one because obviously the glaring thing is that Adam Sandler isn't in it. Kevin James isn't mm. in it. That one I don't think is as obvious because like Frank isn't really in this one a massive amount. But all, all in all, I think this was a fun watch. And I think like we were quite gutted that it wasn't going to be in cinema because we thought it'd be funny that we'd finally be reviewing a film that we'd watch in the cinema. But I think this feels like the right sort of film to watch at home. It kind mm. of, as like a 90s kid, it kind of gave me that vibe of like the Disney direct to video sequel. A little bit of like, remember there was like the Lion King 2 and all those Aladdin 2s and yeah. stuff. This doesn't really feel that cinematic. It's got a bit of a different art style, which I actually did quite like. It's kind of... Yeah, me too. I don't know how to explain it, because I, I said, oh, it feels quite 2D in a way, but it's not. I said that to my wife, and she was like, no, it's not, it's 3D. And I was like, all right. And so we're getting a separation, but like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it is a bit of a like confusing look, but it, it's a cool look. And like, I feel like this one did feel a lot more cartoony and a bit more zany than the other ones, maybe, which is like a plus, I guess. I think that the story takes some weird decisions, as you say, like it kind of ignores the second and third ones, like when they do those like Halloween legacy films that just ignore all the other ones that the yeah, yeah. But Erica's still in it. So they're not fully ignoring that story. That's a bit annoying. I think the kids at home are really going to have a problem with that. But <laughs> <laughs> all in all, I think it was a fun watch. It maybe didn't take the whole other monsters turning into humans thing as interestingly as I thought it would other than it just being a funny visual. Mm. I kind of wanted to see Griffin having to pee with his penis or something, but... <laughs> Come on, Sony Pictures Animation, get it <laughs> together. We wanted it? to see piss flying out of the Invisible Man's cock. <laughs> Come yeah, on. They've done this so many times to us. We just want the cocks. But now, nah, all, all in all, I had, I had a good time watching it. I don't think it's the best Hotel Transylvania, but it's not a bad film by any means. 
How about you? What did you think? Yeah, kind of the same as you. I thought it was a little bit derivative that they bring in this whole plot line with Dracula not accepting Johnny. That's like resolved in the first... I can't believe I'm talking about this so seriously. (laughs) It's a fucking... (laughs) The fourth Hotel Transylvania film. But they do kind of backtrack on plot lines a little bit. Like, you think about... The second one is all about them growing up and they've got a kid now. Hmm. The kid is barely in this one. Whatever, yeah, I know. Dennis. They kind of forget about him, don't they? They do because, well, I don't want to get into heavy spoiler territory, but the entire hotel gets destroyed by a kaiju. And I was like, oh my God, the hotel. Then I thought, oh my God, the monsters. I was thinking the zombie waiter. And then suddenly mm. the baby's there. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot about the, the yeah. baby. Yeah, I kept Why on did noticing they bring... this. They go off on this like rollicking adventure through the Amazon rainforest or wherever it is. And the wolf family are kind of there, but not there. All the kids. Every so, like in some shots, there's just one baby wolf. In some shots, there's like eight baby wolves. But we know for a fact that there's like 65 wolf children. And the one that Dennis loves isn't there. And then I was like, what the fuck? Where's Dennis? And we were discussing this openly while we were watching it. And we were like, maybe he's back on the Zeppelin. Where's (laughs) Dennis? And he left him on the Zeppelin. They've left him to guard the Zeppelin, this little boy. But instead, he's just at the castle. Maybe there was bits that were cut out and stuff. Maybe. Because it does feel quite short. I don't know. It's probably the same length as all the others, but it. It does feel quite slight. It was like you are right that minutes long, wasn't it? But I think like ten minutes of that was credits. You are right. It does feel like a like a Disney sequel, but not a bad one. It's no. not bad at all. It's it's pretty fun. And you're right. The animation style is lovely. Like you compare this to the first film, it's like night and day. Like the character animations and visuals are, are really fun. Like mm-hmm. I love the bit where so Johnny's like trying to get this magic thing from Van Helsing, who now just lives in the hotel in a weird lair in the basement, which I found was quite funny. And he's built all these doorways that only fit the dimensions of his disgusting robot. <laughs> body and like very particular ways and like he gets flung through a wall the way he's flung through the wall matches the small cut out door perfectly yeah i love it (laughs) yeah that was good i feel like this series has a bit of a weird thing to say because we know this is the last one but i feel like it's finally found like a bit of a visual identity in this definitely like it does feel quite cartoon network sort of style which is interesting because like we were saying about how gendy tartavoski or however you pronounce his name. Mm. He's not a director in this one. He just, I think he did write it and still do some of the art design and stuff. But it does feel quite similar to like Dexter's Laboratory and stuff. And I think yeah. that the end credits were like that as well. They were just 2D flat art and they kind of had that look as well. You say that this is the last one that they're going to do. Do you feel like this was a conclusion to this four film arc, really? No, there's not an arc though, is there? <laughs> it's like there's no, an arc you're right, the first but... one and then they ignore the second and third one and then they just do this. <laughs> It's a weird one to have as like a a final, like I guess there's the passing of the torch that kind of wraps it up, but it feels like because it's so incidental, because it's all just about adventures with these dumb monsters and it doesn't feel like anything can really end. It feels like if they announced the fifth one, I wouldn't be like, oh no, they're ruining the legacy of the ending of the fourth one where they all turn 2D. (laughs) It's not Toy Story, is it? (laughs) Yeah, it's not Toy Story 3 where I was really trepidatious about them doing a fourth one. This Mm. one, I'm like, whatever. I feel like this one feels like the whole ending of this, because it kind of ends quite suddenly. They're like, oh, we've rebooted the hotel or whatever. And then they go into the doors and then it changes to the credits and it's in 2D. Mm. I feel like the ending of it seems like it's trying to set up a spin-off TV show. Yes, with that animation style. 
which is basically what that Netflix show of it already was. Fuck, you're right. So they're going to do, call it now, they're going to do an Amazon Prime TV show. Selena Gomez and Andy Sandberg will be back and no one else. <laughs> She'll be like the main producer and then they'll, I don't know, do a TV show about them trying to run the hotel and getting into arguments because he wants to do turn it into a spa. Fuck yeah, I'd watch that. that. <laughs> <laughs> you, so, as you say, them two have become like the leads of this one. Selena Gomez and... Andy Sandberg, kind of the biggest part of it, I suppose. What did you think of them in this? Both okay. Yeah, I think they were all right. I thought at first I was a bit like disappointed that Mavis is again like just the kind of shoved to the side quite a lot with everything going on. It's like her husband and her dad and her getting the hotel is kind of pushed aside. So Johnny's the thing that's in the foreground and again they don't really have many scenes with them two together. I don't understand why they like each other really. No. It's not really ever set up, is it? It's just like she gets annoyed at him and he's being an idiot. I thought in this and she it was picks bit... him up. <laughs> I thought it was weird in this one. It sounded like I don't know because I haven't watched the other ones. We didn't watch them that recently. I know we watched them, but it was probably like what, like March last year, maybe. I feel like as their voices changed their performance because Andy Sandberg sounded like Carl Weezer out of Jimmy Neutron. I don't know why, but he sort of sounded like that. He's getting old, man. They're all getting old. Like it's like Incredibles too, when the fucking Mister Incredible comes out. Hey there, Violet. He's so old. He's like a hundred. <laughs> well, Andy Sandberg, he's perpetually 27. I think we've agreed on this before. I know, we have agreed, but maybe this is the first time that we're hearing his age come out. I don't know why, yeah, I think... it, it was a bit jarring. I thought they sounded quite old, but still Selena Gomez older. is like a young person trying to do like a mumsy voice. Yes, yeah, and I guess because their characters are meant to be a bit older and whatever. I didn't notice much with Johnny, but I did with Mavis. Johnny I just can't listen to anymore because every time I hear him say anything, I just think about that fucking porn that we read where he's like hey you dude you ever taken a fucking dick in your mouth man <laughs> and he has exactly that voice <laughs> yeah he does i was just waiting for him to start trying to suck dracula's dick <laughs> i'd have loved that what did you think of the um the absurd additional power levels that are established in this film for some reason what of dracula of Dracula and Mavis, and Mavis, yes. Yeah, at the start, Ridiculously I, was, I was really overpowered. overwhelmed by those powers. Yes. <laughs> I've got so a note she... that says, Drac freezes time and does telekinesis. So powerful. Supersonic hearing with sound waves. Yeah, I was like, super hearing, what the fuck? They're so overpowered. Wait, he can freeze time. Where do mm. his powers end? Why didn't he use this on the Kraken? <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> He could have frozen the Kraken and taken him to, like, a different sea or something, couldn't he? He could have frozen the Kraken, frozen time. It'd only been Mavis who, who remained, and probably Dennis or whatever. He could have crawled inside the, the Kraken's gob, gone right into his heart, like, literally shredded it to bits. Fucking bear-hugged his just heart. Pulled, yeah, pulled the arteries out of the things, yeah, and then on come the back out. Yeah, sucked all the blood out of the, the fucking heart of the Kraken. Imagine how extra-juiced he'd become from that. Mm. He'd be massive he'd when he came powers, out. Probably. He'd fly out and then suddenly he'd click his fingers, the kraken would be all grey and shriveled and then just fall back into the sea. Mm. He'd be like, well, why don't we just party? <laughs> <laughs> 
he's so overpowered it's insane and then there's a bit where he's like gonna do a speech and he's gonna announce mavis as the new hotel owner he's like fumbling dropping all this i'm like why don't you freeze time yeah pick them all up yeah he wasn't sound of mind i suppose was he He was in a bit of a flustered position but he was flustered when he froze time and (laughs) he was having an anxiety attack I love the animation in that little party where everything's going wrong. There's a bit where there's some fire and it pans up Frank and it's really dynamic and fun. And yeah, they do right. some fun stuff. When he's when he's like awkward going on stage as well at that point when you said about him dropping all the cards and stuff, they do a really funny like low angle shot of him where he just looks really fucked. <laughs> you give him like a fat head. <laughs> Mavis, they establish, I guess if they've both got different powers i don't think dracula has this power Hmm. that she's got super hearing like she can hear anything through her bat ear for miles around because she uses it in the film in the jungle how often do you think she just constantly is hearing her dad railing erica (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes johnny as well and Johnny, so he, that fan fiction was uh, was bad because as soon as he was like, "Why are you putting my dick in my in your mouth, dude?" Fucking <laughs> Mavis would be like, "What?" With a bat ear. <laughs> oh god. Oh, it's so sad. That is sad. No wonder she's sad all the time. That's why she's, she's like a 125 year old emo, isn't it? All the sadness in her yeah. life that she has to hear all the time. When she just she's constantly lit- hears the suffering of everyone in Transylvania. I bet. I bet. So it's like that woman in Encanto. She's got this mental power that's just horrible. Like, yeah. I'd hate that. But I fucking love Dracula's powers. But we don't get much Dracula anyway power in this film. No, because he quickly loses his powers, doesn't he? And he becomes a, a regular man. Yeah, he becomes a balding, tired, gross-looking man. And I was like, imagine if that happened to someone. <laughs> How realistic. <laughs> imagine if someone was going bald and tired all the time and old and weak. <laughs> when they used to be so powerful as well. What's <laughs> the message? Never was. <laughs> I was never powerful. I wonder what the message of this film is to kids that watch it it's like yeah being a fucking monster is so awesome and being a fucking human is horrible and painful unless you're frankenstein no but remember it's like something about something might look crap on the outside but it's good on the inside but also just be yourself what (laughs) (laughs) that's that whole marshmallow analogy that they do all the time isn't it oh yeah on the outside but it's gooey on the inside hell yeah that actually made me a bit emotional when i was sorry in this it was quite well done but like at the same time you're right they do just want to turn back into themselves they never see anything good about being humans do they absolutely not let's break down who we've got as humans and what how they change yeah um, let's, let's rank the transformanias let's rank them all right so we've got <laughs> oh what who's got it worse to who's got it best i don't know i just said it just right let's say what now, let's say worst is definitely Blobby. So Blobby goes from being a DJ, having a good career, being this autonomous guy who's like, mm. everyone fucking loves that guy. He's, yeah. he's a cool dude. To suddenly becomes, he has no autonomy whatsoever. He becomes a piece of jelly that people stand on. At mm. one point, Dracula uses him as a pair of ice skates. Yeah. Griffin lets him drown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they put golf balls on him for eyes just so that they can see him how they want to see him. Like, don't think about the fact that that hurts him. 
he doesn't know what's going on. He's literally trapped inside himself. He, he gets put in a vegetative state, let's be honest. Yeah, and like, fucked. imagine someone going in a vegetative state and you put golf balls on their eyes so you can see them how you used to. That's terrifying. Mm. And the, the shot where the water's slowly engulfing this jelly that can't help itself. Quite fucking horrible, actually. Yeah, I was, I was like, actually like, oh, fuck. I think I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, shit. This is why this is the final one. Blobby dies. <laughs> Blobby dies. And they just use bits of his flesh for rollerblades. And yeah. he really just has a bad time in this film. It's quite upsetting. I think that the Jesus symbolism hit a new level, though, because that's like body of Christ, isn't it? Yeah, you just take bits to help you. And then when he comes back, he looks so fucked up. Like, he's got, like, shoe prints on him. and mm. So I'm and guessing fucking... he never got those parts of him back. No, you know because what's like sad as well. We've seen him pull a child from his own skin. That's two babies. <laughs> Dracula killed two possible babies there. Dracula essentially ripped out two fetuses from yeah. his flesh, just so he used them as rollerblades. Yeah, and he, what to the other side of the room? He could have run there just as fast, but no, he used these unborn kids. And Blobby has to like silently process that. Yeah, well, Hello. we know that Dracula's about to turn back into a monster at that point. If he had to suffer for a little bit, it wouldn't last that long because he's about to change back. Why didn't he just take his shoes off and slide on his socks? I feel like that would have worked. It's a cartoon. Like, the logic's there. He's a selfish, he's a selfish, awful man. That's what and becoming Blobby a human to... does. It makes you selfish. I think that's the real message of this. That's the message to kids. Don't become selfish. All right, the next worst one is definitely Murray. He has a fucking horrible time in this film. You know what? You say that, though, but I preferred uh, Murray the mummy as a human to when he's a, a mummy, I think. Yeah, because he had a character. He's funnier in this one, yeah. He's way funnier. So he goes from... Also, has his voice completely changed or I'm having a stroke? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, he... I didn't recognise Hey, Ma- hey, hey, it's me, Murray! <laughs> they let him in the recording studio and he's gone fucking mental. <laughs> That's what it is. They're all punching him. Get out of here. Punch him in the stomach. Get out of here, you fucking loser. Don't stand where Sandman stood. (laughs) How dare you? But I had to Google to check if it was still Keegan Michael Key. It is still him. Completely changed. Completely changed. Why is his voice like that? And in the last two, it wasn't. Murray is the worst monster by far. Yeah, he is. And it's a shame because remember, they kind of hint at his powers being quite good, that he can do all these things with his bandages and shit. Yeah, they never do anything with them. No. Maybe he's the one that deserves the spin-off. They could sort of redeem him. He this could have one... like a Disney Plus series. <laughs> so in this one, he goes from... He's inside the mummy instead of being like, what, a 50-year-old mummified pharaoh. Like, mm. Frankenstein doesn't become a bunch of rotting corpses. So where's the logic here? He becomes, a, he becomes a 5,000-year-old man. That man would immediately die. Like, oh, immediately. He'd, crim- he'd be burnt to a crisp or he'd just turn to dust. Yeah, he'd breathe in that cold air and he'd die. Like, his lungs would explode. <laughs> He's you know so what? old. If we're being honest, we've heard all of the things... Like in schools over here, we always learn about the pharaohs and stuff. You learn mm. about the truly disgusting things that those Egyptians did to the, the pharaohs to mummify them. They used to like pull their innards out. I think they used to cover them in semen to preserve them. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they really? They used to do all sorts of fucked up stuff. I don't know about the semen, but I think they, they, put, they put something on them. <laughs> they, they, they bandages. I got I got I'm gonna Yeah, they put bandages, not no, calm. Check out the mummification process. It I'm would be my, a true horror film. I'm if on they my old Let me Google on my phone. I need to check. Did they put semen? <laughs> on mummies <laughs> I, I hate that this is now my my search history holy shit my computer is completely fucked <laughs> there we go 
He's been sent to Ancient... Mummy Hut. <laughs> a... <laughs> this is a good article from GayStarNews.com. Ancient gay mummy with semen in <laughs> rectum is a hoax. <laughs> News reports are... <laughs> currently oh, circulating God. online about a gay mummy outlining proof of the first evidence of gay sex in human history. Oh, wow. <laughs> Researchers allegedly found semen in the rectal cavity of a mummy commonly known as Otvi the Iceman. <laughs> the it discovery cool. led them to theorise the 5,000-year-old mummy engaged in receptive anal sex just before his death. Oh, my God. Like, so it's like preserved in amber, form. like the moth in <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. We could bring them back. <laughs> you didn't stop to think whether you should. <laughs> Just let the gay mummies run around. Come. Oh, my God. I found the steps oh. of mummification. Do you want to hear it? Yes, So we got please. to think, this is the sort of person that would be coming back to life. I'm going to look at the 10 steps of mummification <laughs> as seen on lizbidnet.com which doesn't oh, yeah. sound trustworthy oh my god there's a recent post in the similar section why does my rabbit keep killing her babies <laughs> <laughs> let's read that as well <laughs> all right pretty good here we go what are the 10 steps of mummification apparently terms in this set 10 body is washed in the nile so we've got a man with Hell nile, yeah. nile water on him to start off with brain is removed by a hook so already he should have been brain dead when he came back Removed all organs and put in canopic jars. I don't think that he went to get the jars to get his organs back. So this man is literally fucked at this point. He's got no organs and he's covered in Nile water. (laughs) Leave the heart in for judgment. So he still had a heart, depending on what the judgment was. (laughs) Bury the body in salt for 40 days, but bury spelt with two R's. So bury, bury the body. Oh, that's how he got his name, Murray. (laughs) Murray the mummy was buried. Um, so he's proper salty, but no no brain or organs. He has no brain. His body is stuffed with resin soaked linen. That's where I thought the semen came in, I suppose. <laughs> so he's just stuffed with linen. Loads of sheets inside him. And a heart. <laughs> linen sheets. Oh, God. This guy is fucked. He is fucked. Carry on. The makeup artist makes up the mummy. <laughs> the makeup artist in <laughs> the mummy in ancient Egypt. I'm going to give you a light blush. <laughs> You've honestly got beautiful pores. Has anyone ever you told you Beautiful that? skin. <laughs> put oil on body and then put on resin to seal the body. So his body's sealed. His body is fucked. <laughs> Go yeah. on. What's the next bit? That's it. That's the 10 steps. Well, you have to put a coin in their mouth, so then when they go into the afterlife, they can pay Anubis to, to take them to judgment, whether they'll, like, I think either they go into a field of nice, like, dreams, or they burn in hell. Oh no, their hell is, like, cold, I think. I don't know. Who cares? I love this website. Are mummies real, yes or no? <laughs> That's a question, ever... not just are mummies real, yes or no. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you ever heard about um, Murray back in the past in, in Egypt? He was uh, he was always lying about things and saying he was really good at them. So he'd like say he was really good at lion taming and then a lion would bite his arm or whatever. And, he, and once he said that he was the best swimmer in all of Egypt. So they were mm-hmm. like, okay, prove it. So he got in the river and started swimming and then he was drowning. They were like, gow, gow, you, you're drowning. And he was like, no, I'm not. I'm the best swimmer. And Really, Murray was really in denial. <laughs> oh my god. I think that's just a joke from the film, isn't it? Isn't that in the first one? I don't know. 
And then he died when he was in denial, and the first step of mummification was already done about him being washed in the Nile. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I remember my Nile joke. Oh, God. So he's fucked, and he's also, like, narcoleptic, and he is just... Why he's didn't they useless, leave him back in the hotel? Yeah, I don't get why they brought him. Leave him on the blimp. I guess for the comedy, he's, he's pretty bloody funny. He's pretty bloody funny, but he needs to be hooked to an IV drip. And yeah, <laughs> well, he needs to get his organs back. If we're being honest, <laughs> I'm gonna back. I'm gonna say my next one is probably gonna be um, Griffin. Probably. Yeah. yeah, he loses the only thing that makes him interesting: the fact that he's invisible. He's invisible. He's an enigma. He might be this sexy nymph, but we just don't know. Um, what about though when he transforms? The horrifying <laughs> shot where the camera is placed behind where his anus would be. And then as he transforms into a human, his anus forms over the camera. It closes. His bum cheeks close right in front of the camera. Did you pretty good, eh? After credits? No. There's a final bit. Not worth watching. Don't get too excited. Ah. But there's a little, like, quartet song playing, like a little jazzy song. And then there's just a bit where it goes, like a trumpet. And again, Griffin's arse forms on the screen and it closes like curtains closing at the end of a play. That doesn't happen, surely. It does. The final frame <laughs> of this film is his arse. <laughs> <laughs> so Griffin doesn't really have much of an arc except that he just, the reveal that he doesn't wear clothes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all yeah, the time. Just looks like shit. If I was invisible, I'd probably still wear clothes because it's what keeps me warm. Is his yeah. invisible skin a protective layer from the, the elements? I've been in a lot of stone buildings snows. like that hotel and it would be cold in there. No matter how many fires they've got raging, it's going to be cold in the Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is like, this was a big point of contention when the film came out because he's so ugly. Uh, he's like a balding, fat ginger man with a massive nose. Yeah. Did you? Were you bothered by this version of him? No, I liked seeing him. I did like how he looked. I feel the character design was actually quite funny. I don't know. I never expected him to be sexy, really. I kind no, of expected neither. him to look like this. Why would he be hanging around with these guys if he was sexy? Why would he have made himself invisible? Hell yeah. The thing is, he made himself? <laughs> That's what it always is, that... is in The Invisible Man, isn't it? Yeah, but not on purpose, did he? Did he? I don't know. In the in the most recent one, it's a suit, isn't it? It's like a, a suit, yeah. suit. And then in the older ones... good, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a great film. I think in the older ones, it was like he did like a experiment to make invisibility and then it accidentally went on him or something. I don't know. But why does he want to be invisible so much? Have you seen Memoirs of an Invisible Man with yeah. uh, Chevy Chase? Oh, there's <laughs> this horrible bit where like, I think it's Daryl Hannah or whatever. Anyway, he's invisible. He's a fucking invisible man. It's so horrible. I and can only imagine Darryl what Chevy Han- Chase would do with that. Daryl Hannah's like, I want to see what you look like. So she gets like a makeup kit out and like makeups his whole face. <laughs> but like his eyes are like empty and he's just like painted <laughs> head. It's fucking... Like, I remember watching that as a kid. It really, really freaking scared me. <laughs> that does sound horrible, to be fair. It would have just been um, nice in this if they'd hinted in the past about how he looked. You know, if he walked through a waterfall and they could see him or, like, mm, through flower guess, on him or whatever, like in the actual Invisible Man, the recent film. I think it would have been good if they'd have established... Because he says, oh, I'm going bald. First of all, why didn't... Does he never run his own hands through his hair? <laughs> Notice anything? Yeah, I guess not. I think the Griffin <laughs> stuff's quite fun. I think they get the most consistent jokes maybe out of his transformation. Probably, yeah. Like, an, it's mainly about him just, like, wearing clothes. Again, they don't go far enough, I think, with most of the monsters. Their mm. new thing is usually limited to one thing. I would they have liked like... to have seen them all just stuck at the hotel trying to, like, adapt to living as humans. 
that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought, oh, Mavis and Erica will go and save them. They'll be doing that. And then the third storyline will be the stupid monsters trying to be humans. Maybe the hamster the kaiju comes and they have to stop it as humans. That'd be fun yeah. if there's multiple, but them just going along. It's not the most Twilight. interesting thing ever, but like... <laughs> This is such a stupid complaint to have about a series of films for, what, like four-year-olds? <laughs> but yeah, I don't feel like there's any point of it being a series set in a fucking hotel. Like, none of it's yeah, about running a it. hotel. It's not The Sweet Life, is it? From Disney Channel. <laughs> the first one is a bit. Yeah, the first one is. And then they just kind of abandoned it. Like, they could have just called it, like, The Monster Club for the rest of it. Do you think every one of these films should have been set in the fucking hotel? You'd get I think so... at least part of it should. Like, this one doesn't really have a storyline set in the hotel, does it, after the first 15 minutes? Not really at all. Which, Think of yeah. all the fun you could have with, like, I don't know, like, idiots coming to stay at the hotel and being difficult customers. Like, writes itself, that stuff. You just want, a, like, a, sing, a simple, like a just a day in the life of the hotel. You want Grown Ups too, but with the hotel. I want the film <laughs> The Week Of, but set in a monster hotel. <laughs> I'd say after Griffin. Again, this is my list. You might contend any of this. No, I'd no, say the next. I agree so far. The better one up from there is probably Dracula. Mm-hmm. We're getting to our big two in a second. Dracula's transformation is literally just be- gets a little gut and he becomes balding and old and like Murray becomes a five thousand year old man. Why does he not become like a five hundred year old man? Yeah, he's still a middle aged guy. Should be really old. I mean, he was what Vlad the Impaler. From the, mid- the Middle Ages or whatever it is. <laughs> so he's really old at this point, isn't he? Yeah, he should be truly fucked. It should have been like his old <laughs> accent comes back, he can't speak English. He should have been in big trouble. <laughs> he should have. Could you turn a Dracula into a Dracula again? Could you just bite him? I was wondering that, yeah, because a zombie gets transformed back into a zombie. and I'm pretty Mavis sure most of them. could have just him, couldn't she? Yeah, I reckon you could probably turn all of them back into a monster. Like, you just have to mummify Murray. You just have to pull out all his organs and fill him with resin. (laughs) Then the wolfman, I guess, has to be bitten by a wolf. Easy. You've got loads of them to bite him. Could you imagine they just can't, like, Murray, like, they can't give him powers because he doesn't have any blood. He's just full of resin. (laughs) (laughs) So full of resin. Just, like, biting in and, like, resin squirting out. I would have loved it if they had to make a choice between turning him human again or turning them into monsters and they sacrificed (laughs) their lives and they went, we're going to turn you back into a human. And then the post credits is them trying to turn themselves back into monsters. You cut up Frankenstein, you glue him together. Murray, they fuck him up really bad. He's like the dog from the end of Wallace and Gromit. (laughs) (laughs) What if... um... Like, to get Frankenstein back, they had to, like, track down Dr. Frankenstein, like, Victor. Hell yeah. In a good after-credit scene, he's like, Dad? (laughs) Set up up a a sequel with him as the main villain? (laughs) Wasn't that my pitch, where he's, like, do a (laughs) monsterverse? This film would be ripe for that, to be fair. That would be the next logical step. But yeah, Dracula, it's kind of hauntingly uncomfortable to look at. Like, he just looks like an old guy, and it Mm. doesn't look right. And he's kind of lost all muscle mass, and he's weak, and... It's the one that gets best used for story purposes, though. Obviously, that and Johnny are the same storyline. By far, yeah. At least they do actually push that to the full potential. You see how fucked he is as a human. (laughs) He's so fucked. And you'd just let the dragon carry you the whole way, wouldn't you? You wouldn't Mm -hmm. fucking... Who's got an ego like that where they're like, oh, fuck it. He's a stubborn 500-year-old man, though. Think of how stubborn, like, grandparents can be and stuff. Like, imagine that, but times five and adding in 
supernatural powers. This guy's going to be stubborn. They reveal in the third one that he's got over his stubbornness through loving his family and loving humans. This yeah, but is they also stupid. reveal that he loves Johnny and he doesn't in this film. He hates him again. He hates him in this. He fucking loves him in two and three. And in this one, he's like, I fucking hate Johnny. <laughs> he's useless. Right, so going up from there, probably the next best one is probably uh, Wayne. He just mm. becomes a man. <laughs> just yeah. no problem. Yeah, just he's a hairy horrible. man. He he prefers it, he even says at the end when he turns back. He yeah. preferred being, um, what did he say his name was? Like Richard or something. He says his name's like Walter. Walter, Walter. that's it, yeah. Yeah, and he prefers it because he doesn't have to look after his kids who he hates. He keeps having kids, yeah, he just, he just fucking hates, hates those kids. Maybe he should put a condom on, his yeah. horrible hairy wolf dick. <laughs> Stop having <laughs> wolf a... sex all the time. Get a vasectomy, freak. Take <laughs> a note out of Dracula's book and just fucking start wanking in the sink rather than having sex all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, again, I don't really like Wayne. I think Wayne's a fucking rubbish monster. Like compared to Blobby and the Invisible Man and Frank and Dracula, he's shit. He doesn't mm. do anything. It's well, just it's dog. A, it's a big complaint we have about a lot of these films is that they're just overstuffed. There are too many characters. Way too many. Combine Wayne yeah. and the Mummy together, maybe, and then you might have one compelling character. Instead, yeah. you've just got one who just dances all the time, but in this turns into a human ball sack that sleeps all the time. And you've got a guy who's a just mummy got a with loads of kids. <laughs> yeah, a hairy mummy with loads of little bandage little babies. Wolf kids. <laughs> so, yeah, and then the best transformation by far, like massively above all the others, is at least for the character standpoint, who mm-hmm. gets the most out of it, is Big Big Frank turning into like sexy Frank. Yeah. What do you think of Sexy Frank? Well, I just think it's really sad because he really loves how sexy he is, but no one else appreciates it. He's once yeah. like sickened, sickened by him and like his new hair and everything. He really what? loves it. It's so sad. It's like <laughs> discovering a new hobby, but everyone else hates the hobby. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's good looking. Like he has his top off at one point. He's big. He's got his big, big body. He's awesome looking. And it's like they fucking. Why didn't they just let him keep the hair? (laughs) That wife is like hacking at his head with an axe, like making him miserable. Like just let him live his life. You fucking. You literally see him go from being a happy middle-aged man with his Justin Bieber-esque bowl cut to being like a depressed middle-aged man again in like two (laughs) seconds just because she cuts his hair. There's some haircuts older people shouldn't have. Really, again, people in glass houses, I shouldn't be talking about anyone's fucking hair, but I'm gonna. Have you seen Elon Musk's hair? (laughs) Not that I can think of. He has the haircut that, yeah, he has the haircut me and you had in 2014. Do you remember the Fury cut? Oh, yeah, what, like, shape Google, besides... Yeah, Google Elon undercut. Musk hair. <laughs> yeah. Is it good? It's very good. It's so stupid. Considering this man was bald and has had a lot of hair plugs, his hair is so funny. He's 50-something years old. Like, he should not be trying out this hair. There he's it gone. is. <laughs> oh, God, no, but he's is more Kim Jong style. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, that is bad. That's He's... the worst hair I've ever seen. They used seen. to call it the iced gem, didn't they? And that is an iced gem yeah. haircut. I thought when you said about the hair, and we were talking about how Frankenstein looks and this, I thought you were going to talk about that politician. What's his name? Michael, the Tory guy, who everyone... Oh, fought. yeah! Everyone, he's been on TV a lot recently. Obviously, we're recording this in January because of the whole Prime Minister being a cunt thing. Um, Hell yeah, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon he'll have, by the time this episode goes out, he'll have resigned? I don't think so. I reckon he might. 
but we'll be living in pretty Patel's world and like <laughs> everyone will have to wear oh, like God, sashes yeah. when they go out and shit. Oh God, who will be the replacement on that from that party? They're all bad. Jacob Reese Mogg and he bans podcasts. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone, uh, yeah. we're having a lot of complaints about the, the only form of media in Daddy's world is rich radio. Radio. <laughs> we listen to the wireless and we write things, but no podcasts. I found it. I found it. Michael. Fa- that can't be his name. Michael Fabricant. Fabric. Yeah, Fabricant. That's insane. Do you know the only other time I've seen him? I've been... <laughs> yeah, he genuinely. <laughs> the only other time I've seen that man is he was on first dates on E4. Was he? <laughs> yeah, and he's a politician. Oh. It makes no sense. So he's like a. I won't even say middle age. He's an old man with the hair that Frankenstein has in this film, isn't he? Yeah, like he's seventy-one years old. <laughs> Oh, fuck, he's 71. Yeah, he looks like think, shit. Do you think that's his real hair? <laughs> no, definitely not. It's it the might hair be. of his victims. What, he, every person he kills, he takes a hair from them. Yeah. <laughs> it's Buffalo wig. Bill, but just with a wig. Oh, my God. That is one insane wig. I, yeah. I wonder if there's something like, if I can find early Michael Fabrican wig. <laughs> Look at this picture, except hair loss. And it's that guy who hosts Good Morning Britain. What's his name? Ben Shepherd? Ben Shepherd. <laughs> They've edited him bald. <laughs> Look how... <laughs> it's alright, He does. He looks like pretty handsome. Ben anyway, Frankenstein's got way better hair than that. And he's got that's a body a, to match. A, that's a crunchy tissue. I know, it's a it's not a tissue, it's a McDonald's uh <laughs> oh, serviette. <laughs> serviette i've just blown my nose on it so uh, mcdonald's big mac bugs <laughs> yeah i was saying before we started recording that i went and got the new mcplant burger from mcdonald's because andy oates my friend told me it tasted like cum <laughs> so i boy, it's really fucking nice so andy <laughs> if you're listening you're a fucking dweeb <laughs> one of the other transformations in this not counting monsters turning to humans is johnny turning into this monster yeah, so he's like a sort of peach dragon type thing. Who's he's still wearing his shorts and his trainers and his t-shirt? I kind of kept thinking, like, I'm glad that they brought in this thing that when you turn into a monster, for some reason, you start to eventually go like brain dead and just start killing everything. Because I would never have turned back if I had those abilities. No way. He looks awesome as well. I love the design of the Johnny Dragon a lot more than I did in Stills and the trailer. Like, mm. I think it's very creative it looks kind of weird like his feet are all massive and he's lanky and odd looking yeah he's awesome looking in this and he's probably the best bit is the monster johnny yeah the design is cool he's got like a puby moustache but as a as a dragon which is pretty interesting <laughs> like and, ginger hairs <laughs> but i want to know the understand the magic of this rock that turns you into a monster or a human and stuff they've all turned themselves back monster won't they eventually also become like giant crazy fucking monsters i don't know i don't think so i think they're just restoring what they were before i guess but there's no restore button it's turn a human into a monster and then they become brain dead so well no by default this was my problem i had was that the hotel gets destroyed by a guinea pig that gets turned into a monster but to turn him back there's no thing on there that says guinea pig yeah why didn't he turn into a human once he got shot imagine that just this brain dead like with a hamster brain what 
be just so trapped. And the he mile... stood around in the ashes of the hotel that he burnt to the ground, killing countless monsters, zombies, witches. I, right. First of all, yeah, that whole sequence was haunting. Like it was genuinely kind of crazy. Like I thought if they ended the film just there with the hotel destroyed <laughs> and then just cut to black, like that's like Avengers Infinity War level. Yeah. I Fuck, put, like, I put, oh everyone's my fucking dead. God, the hotel's destroyed. No, Dennis is clearly <laughs> dead. Dennis, I forgot Dennis existed until he fell out of that dog's mouth. <laughs> but, but, like, they pop up a few of the monsters. I didn't see any of the zombie waiters. They all died. Everyone must have died, unless they evacuated. But let's get into the zombie waiters quickly. If I was one of... I think I'd want them to die. Like, really? Yeah, they live in- this miserable existence. So we see them in the background of all the films. They're just lugging around bags and they're basically slaves. Slaves, yeah. In this, one of them becomes human for a second, gains a little bit of his original cognition. He's like, oh my God, I'm free from mm. the nightmare of my existence, and then becomes a zombie again. Yeah. It's like, that Holy hints at a darker shit. story, doesn't it? Dracula saw that with his own eyes. He has a moral duty to help out those slaves but he doesn't want to because they're free labor for his hotel business well, this this so is the dark truth of suffer. dracula you've got to remember it's easy to forget because they're in these brightly colored cartoons and that they're dancing and stuff but i think i told you i've been reading the book of dracula this in the last couple of weeks and the guy's a fucking prick he's horrible he's he not a good hypnotizes guy. people he kills them he does children he does controls wolves. Ki- he does what he kills people yeah. This is canonically the same Dracula as well. The one he's, in Hotel Transylvania is the same one from the book. He has like sex slaves and shit in his little castle. Oh, he should be really punished for his I Christ. can see why the village comes to him with torches. I'm actually on the side of the humans in the first one. Me too. And I've got a few things as well. Like those zombies, they need to be freed. And um, mm. it's very uncomfortable. The fact Are that they back not... at the end? Where's Johnny's yeah. empathy? He's a human. <clears throat> He doesn't know. He doesn't know what's going on. Only Dracula saw that. But also, Dracula has the ability to freeze time. So when he's chasing Johnny through the hotel, shooting him like a madman, why didn't he just pause time? He doesn't time? care that much, obviously, does he? He's a fucking idiot. Like, really, there's so many times he could have paused yeah, the yeah. world. And he's Michael Newman. Out. He's Michael Newman from Click. That guy was an idiot, and so is this one. What's annoying it to me a little bit about this one, because I really like the third one. The third one, I thought, Dracula's a great guy, like really mm. good. And he, and you could see how much he changed from the films. And I uh, bought into the love story, and I really liked him in this. In this one, I thought, you're a fucking dickhead. Like, you're so stupid. Yeah, he's not like you fuck this everything. One, is he really? Not even slightly. He's nah. an idiot. Yeah, it's a shame. Well, I think that should bring us to the point of what did you think of Brian Hull voicing him instead of Adam Sandler? Because we're an Adam Sandler podcast who's just spoke for ages about how this film this film isn't an Adam Sandler film in the slightest. Not slightly. Um, I didn't mind him, but there was something wrong. Every time I heard him speak, it's a good Dracula, but it's not a good Hotel Transylvania Dracula. Like I was mm-hmm. like, where's Sandler's voice? Like it, The guy who does... Kevin James does a bit of a better job, but he's obviously not in as many scenes, so it's not as noticeable. But yeah. Brian Hulls does a good voice. He's, he's a, a good, good character. voice actor, isn't yeah. he? But he didn't feel right. It felt um, very like when you play a, a video game or watch the TV spin-off and there's like a character that they've done this to. I think you can kind of compare it to those. Again, it's, it's one of those things that makes this feel like the video sequel, director video sequel, is that he's definitely not the same sort of level as... Adam Sandler, in any respect. It's Max, he's the main character of this film, and he's like eighth on the cast at the end. 
Yeah. Isn't it mad? I thought, because he's eighth on the cast, I thought they're going to really relegate him in this. It's going to be a Mavis and Johnny story as they're the main cast left. No, he's got probably more lines than both of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think weird. he was good at like the deep, growly bits, but then when he was doing the excited Drac voice, which is what... It's when Adam Sandler goes into his voice that we've heard in other films where he's high-pitched and whatever. I started to think he sounded like he had a bit of like an Indian accent a few times. Mm. Yeah, I, I heard that. And yeah, I feel like he does a good job. I don't want to be too harsh on yeah, him. Yeah, no, but I he, wouldn't rip it, it apart. It's still a good performance. I feel like it sort of cheapens it a bit. I would love to know why he's not in it. Why is he not in this? I was doing so many Twitter searches to see if people were annoyed and people aren't that bothered for some reason. It's no one like gives no one cares a shit. About this film. I thought it was going to at least be <laughs> trending on Twitter yesterday, but it wasn't. No one was talking about it. <laughs> no one gives a shit. I really am interested. I'd love to know why David Spade and... Steve Buscemi stayed and Mm. Keegan-Michael Key but why did Kevin James and Adam Sandler leave is it the pandemic is it like scheduling conflicts if so what scheduling conflicts deal with Netflix is there something to do with that maybe because like I guess Kevin James is in home team and Adam Sandler has the deal anyway maybe there was a contractual obligation to not go to Amazon yeah that's the only theory I really have but you know what I find really sad it's a stupid like thing to point out but like in the other ones one of his daughters voices the little girl like voices Winnie the werewolf and she's not in this either it's like that might have been nice for that kid to have done like a film that her dad wasn't in it it also is that the little dog yeah is that who oh yeah i noticed there was something wrong with that voice of the kid as well yeah there's something just a little bit off like i like the animation and everything i like most of the voices and i didn't really mind it at all but it didn't feel the same as the last three no it did feel it had a little bit less heart or something maybe yeah, I'm just biased because I like Adam Sandler, but I did want to hear him more. What else is there to say about this film? You know what the mad thing is? I feel like we haven't spoken about anything that actually happens in the film. It's just been our, our own reading. Not of even slash. Some of the stuff. <laughs> Do you find, what's her name, the love interest? Terrible. Erica. She's not terrible, but <laughs> her face is wrong. <laughs> like, it looks like she's in a different animated series of films. Yeah, that's, she doesn't does. look right. She reminds Her cheeks me of are um, like out here. And... It's gonna be a weird observation, but do you remember the biscuit BN? Remember a BN BN or whatever they're called? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks like a BN. She does look like a BN biscuit. Very <laughs> good observation. It's <laughs> like white hair. <laughs> the thing I don't like is that I know Dracula is old. Yeah, this is this is my own problem. Ooh. But because she's got white hair, it looks like she's a granny. <laughs> So I always think that she's like a really old woman and Dracula's like, because he's got powers and shit, he looks young. That's another thing as well that really every film has overlooked uh, to a very deep extent. And I get it's a cartoon and I get that it doesn't really matter, but they're going to outlive these people very, very quickly. It was my problem with the ending. I don't mean that I want to see in this kid's cartoon film Dracula turn around and decide to just like start fucking munching on his son-in-law's neck but we see how much Johnny loves being a monster he's married to Mavis they've got a kid together and stuff why did Dracula not just say I'm gonna transform you into a vampire you can live together you're really happy together why don't we preserve this moment it it doesn't make sense as well because there's no proof that becoming a vampire changes your intrinsic personality because mavis and dracula are both nice yeah so what the fuck is the downside to him becoming a dracula i mean Uh, and he really wants to be canonically to be a vampire you do have to die so i guess technically they'd be killing him 
But you know it'd have been good if he died and then Mavis brought him back to life as a vampire, and then that was how they ended the fucking series. Like, yeah, you can be who you want to be, but also let's think about it for a second. He's gonna die. Like yeah, he is gonna die. She's gonna close her eyes and he's gonna be dead. It's been our problem since the first film, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. By Imagine far. this happened. Yeah, he turns into that giant kaiju when he's fucking huge. He lifts up a, a massive rock. He's ready to throw it at the monsters. Mavis makes the decision to turn him into a human at that exact point to save like, all I of can't, the monster I can't, family. All the monster family will die if we don't yeah, kill the. Yeah, I love him, but he's a mindless monster right now. So she shoots. We need him. to stop him. He becomes a human while holding this huge rock, and it crushes him. We see him get Mavis, dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> and then. And then it all like all the rock like shatters around him, so you can see him like naked on the floor, all fucked. And yeah. they're like, Oh my god, I can't believe it! And then Dracula goes over. He's like, Mavis, there's something I haven't told you. There's a, an extra power I have. Exactly. And then he like touches his chest, and like all these like lights go around him, and he wakes up like, Whoa, dude! Yeah. <laughs> he's got these big teeth. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uses it to like eat a really hard chocolate bar or something i don't know and then he's i don't know wearing like his usual outfit but it's all black black shorts big oh, black yeah. shorts yeah like they they should have turned <laughs> him into a vampire at the end then it would have felt like the arc had come to an end yeah but there's no I guess... benefit to him being a human that's gonna die in like 60 years but narratively it would be telling kids don't be yourself be someone else <laughs> so it's like it's quite hard mm. but also erica like the same she's gonna die probably in a lot less time because she's older she's a, a much less compelling character so i don't mind that but <laughs> yeah but she, but i'm care about dracula's feelings he's yeah. gonna have to lose another thing soon mm, make yeah. a decision but that would give him a whole new character arc and he'll go on another cruise and it'll be a a real trip but i just feel like johnny we we know that he's he's a fucking dad that kid's gonna be left he does need to turn he needs to turn really soon because he's getting old now at this point canonically how old is he like 40 yeah he acts like the same weird it's gonna start looking weird if he's going places with mavis and he's an old man and she's a young woman they need to think (laughs) about that right i was gonna say if a vampire was to bite me i reckon i've missed my chance to like they should have bit me when i was like 22 if i really wanted to look like that i don't look like this forever holy shit i'm in some way over the hill the other thing is though in some readings a vampire when you get turned into a vampire you become the best version of you that there ever was as well oh okay because like have you watched um it's a spoiler to say it but have you watched midnight mass i haven't but it's fine go for it well, like that, the whole the whole thing of that is that, like, this guy's come back and been turned... Like, spoilers for that, because it's a really good show, you should watch it. But, like, the main guy in that turns out to have basically been a vampire. So he's, like, gone off, and he was, like, this fucked old man. And he comes back, and he's, like, young and full of life again. And it's kind of... I think it is kind of the same with Dracula, isn't it? Every time he drinks blood, he becomes better again. Okay, okay. So if I became a vampire right now, my hair would suddenly sprout off the top of my head. The bags would remove from under my eyes. No, I think and... you have to have been like this at one point, though. Oh, that's annoying because I've always been balding and old. <laughs> like, <laughs> although, look, I'm on my old laptop, so I didn't realize what my Zoom picture was. But look, like, look how youthful I used to be. That's our graduation, isn't it? That was our graduation. Look at oh, look at that fucking hair. You can still hair. see the hairline going, though. Look you can that. see There's the hairline. Like but this is when your wife told me I'm a bald fuck and I need to <laughs> shave my head. But, like, look at me now. Like, holy shit. What a fucking dis... Now it looks like you've got an involuntary Mohican. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one little thing. Guess what, though? I'm shaving it tonight. Beth, my housemate, and Colin are shaving my head. 
in the garden. Brilliant. I can't wait to it's see gonna it. Be, it's going to be fucking disgusting. You like don't it. need to do it in the garden. You do realise there's not going to be much mess to clean up once you've oh, done I know. That. It's so funny. It's literally going to be like a tiny little <laughs> pot of hair. You're building it up and it will take about 30 seconds. It'll take <laughs> one second. It's more the getting it short on the sides. Like It's thick on the sides, but it's like just yeah. really thin here. The top will take one second, but <laughs> the sides will take maybe 30 minutes. So, yeah, the cha-cha sliders in this. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> so old song, man. It did feel quite out of place. Like, it was a glaring omission to not have any LMFAO in this. Yeah, definitely. I think that felt that was one thing. It felt like the music stuff took a bit of a backseat. Considering it the did. opening was so good with them singing just the two of us, which kind of, as you say, it sort of suggests he wrote that song, but it also suggests that he's quite happy without his wife. <laughs> yeah, he's as soon as his wife died, he was like, "Hell yeah!" Now the fucking party begins. Not the three of us; it's just the two of us. Yeah, and it kind of been just the two of them. Where was Blobby during that? I bet he was there. I'd was love there. to find out how Blobby joined them. I know. Do you think Blobby's even happy? Like, how do they even know? Do you know what? I've got a theory. It's, it's pushing this darkness, and I think I wouldn't have felt this until this one, when Dracula's dark side is quite at the forefront. But, like, what if Dracula is just brainwashing everyone? He does it to his I wouldn't even be surprised. He does ease. it to the kids, yeah. So I think everyone's just there. They're always playthings. It's like, I don't know, some sort of sick world that he's created. He's menagerie of monsters that he makes like him, but no one really does like him. Wow, he's never seen by anyone. Like, there was a moment when he becomes human and all of them were like, we're not going to fucking do this shit yeah, for exactly. Dracula anymore, the stupid cunts. Why don't you tell him, clean up your own mess, you fucking piece of waste of shit. Yeah, does and that then not he ends say that there's it. a chance they've all been brainwashed they hate him. And then his yeah, they powers hate him. go and they all actually don't like him. Yeah, it's a, but they send a cat gif instead, but the gif like sings. It's not a gif. I don't know what <laughs> was going on video. there. And then, and then Blobby turns into a cat and he's like waving his arms around and yeah, they're yeah. like, hell yeah, go for it, Blobby. That's sick. Yeah, <laughs> they all love him. Blobby. He's such a good guy. <laughs> he's the opposite of Dracula. They all love him. Yeah. What about when they're in the mirror dimension, like later on in the what? cave? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when they're in the cave trying to find the gem, they get stuck in the... Um, it's not the mirror dimension. It's the prism from um, Superman 2 that Zod gets stuck in. They're, yeah. they're all in that. And Blobby can't talk at this point, but Griffin just keeps on shouting, Blobby's losing it! Blobby's freaking <laughs> out! <laughs> he, can't, he can't even speak! He can't speak! I'm assuming using him as a catalyst or like a, an explanation for his own fear, but yeah. I like that they all have this yeah. mass empathy toward Griffin. <laughs> yeah, they all like, that's a nice one, Blobby! <laughs> he's yeah, they fucking love Blobby, he's so he sick. Just love he's a good guy, he's a DJ, he's fucking sick, man. This just shows he's how good life. he is, that he can be a DJ in 2021, 2022, whenever this film's set. He can play the Cha-Cha Slide, which is an outdated song, but no one cares because it's him. They're like, go on, you fucking it's poppin'. legend. Yeah. It's popping. Like, post-COVID, if I was in a nightclub and that fucker came out and he put Cha-Cha Slide on, I'd be like, hell yeah. That yeah. guy's cool as shit. I love Blobby, and I think that my reason for it is that he's arguably the closest we've got to someone who can take out Dracula. Yeah, oh yeah, he definitely could. He could just absorb him. He could absorb him, and he's... Yeah, like, Dracula is weak to the sun. Blobby doesn't have any weaknesses. He's literally impervious to everything and he can create life from himself and he's just yeah. so cool, man. You punch off a chunk of him, there's a good chance it's going to come back as a baby that will avenge him. 
Yeah, you, Imagine, you chop like, him everyone, up to bits. <laughs> you know everyone wants there to be a Kill Bill 3 where, like, is it the Black Viper's kid is going to come yeah. back and kill the bride? Imagine that, but with, with fucking Blobby's son in, like, 20 years' time. Coming back to kill Dracula, that would be Kill sick. old Dracula. I'd love that. Um, but yeah, I like Blobby in this. There's a moment that actually got me a bit... The whole last act got me a bit teary, and I don't know why. It was a bit fucking weird, but Mavis is, like, running forward to kind of help her husband, and, like, blasting light is shining through as the kaiju's, like, smashing down this cave. Mm. What a ridiculous sentence that was that I'm talking about. Transformania. But anyway, he's blasting through and all this light's like shooting out and then she gets caught in the blast and she's like burning. Probably the worst we've seen of one of these vampires burn. Yeah. That actually seems to be like she could actually die. She has a few and then, close calls, doesn't she? There's a bit when she's a, a bat as well and her yeah. wing gets singed. Yeah. And then Uncle Frank jumps up. He's fucking massive. He's so wide yeah. and big. And then she's like, thanks, Uncle Frank. And it's lovely. And all the monsters help her by blocking out nice. the sun as she's pretty like running to say it's really like it's nicely animated. Like I'm or sure the Frankenstein. No, he does not help. He's asleep. But Frankenstein's wife's like froze her own head. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. It's pretty bloody good. Yeah. yeah. Frankenstein's wife speaks a lot in this one. Yeah. She's like more a more fully rounded character. Yeah, yeah. kind of like her. If someone she chops all this stuff up. I'd say the most heartbreaking scene is when the uh, Dracula's like talking to Johnny and he's like, I didn't see you. Your kindness, your energy, your Johnniness. And then like fucking Johnny's sucks like, his dick, fucking, doesn't he, at that point? he sucks his dick. He sucks his massive kaiju dick and he ejaculates all his cum and then he becomes human. All his resin turns into <laughs> human again. It's all his dirty resin. But then he goes like, to track. They turns human. It's kind of fucking beautiful if you it think about it. I just, I was yeah. even just thinking like at that last part. Why didn't they just when Mavis was doing all that running and shit, worrying, you know, trying to get to Johnny? Why didn't she just turn Dracula back into a monster first? Because like that guy is so fucking yeah. powerful. He could freeze time and sort all this out. But whatever, they, they needed that moment. It's I easy wrote for down us to criticize it in hindsight, but I've never been in that situation. To be fair, I don't know how I would react. That's true. I wrote Johnny is perfect, but he will die. <laughs> Did you like the bit where like Johnny discovers he can fly? Yeah. Know, when they fall a off a mountain scene. and it cuts between a long shot and a really close up. And the long shot, like you can barely see anything. The close up's really frantic. And then he catches him exactly like Andrew Garfield catches MJ in the new <laughs> Spider-Man film. It's the exact same scene. I, I like the awesome. bit where he was like wiggle your feet and then he wiggles his feet he's like shake your hands and he shakes his hands and he's like flap your wings and he just flaps his wings it's so good he's, he's actually quite, to fly a bit. Quite it does fun. make sense like if you had wings you wouldn't feel oh i need to fly you would just do it naturally like breathing you it's would great logic jo- he should have remained as this dragon i love this dragon character he's yeah, awesome he definitely should have or like he should try and get van helsing to develop like a pill that he can take to become a dragon for like a couple of hours hell yeah i'd love that and maybe his new power is that he could turn into a dragon at will like go go dragon johnny that'd be sick i'd watch a full film of that <laughs> it's really good i've got a note that says van helsing's factory is exactly like the one in modern times <laughs> it's a cinematic it's parallel very there. close yeah <laughs> Uh, I wrote, oh, oh my god, this is like the game. I think it was like Mavis like running through the jungle from the dragon. <laughs> Temple Run, it's like yeah. a Stupid Temple Run game. I put they need to ban guns at the Hotel Transylvania. 
<laughs> you do. That's the one place on earth that guns need to be banned more than yeah. anywhere else. Well, it's mad because they've got this guy, Van Helsing, part of the famous lineage of monster hunters, and he's in there literally developing weapons to end monsters. He's developing, yeah, monster-ending weapons under their noses, and then at the end, nearly kills all the kids who are remaining at the hotel. That's Luckily, like the dog a... saves them. I don't want to be harsh on the guy, but if I was Dracula then, after realising that my grandson nearly died, I would remove all the contraption parts of Van Helsing, so he's just a head and hands, and then I'd just keep him in a jar. Like a future armager. Yeah, I would not be giving him tech. He can yeah. sit in a room and watch TV forever. Mm-hmm. You're not developing any more fucking genocide machines, you prick. I'd go as far as to say that that man's one goal in life was to kill Dracula. He's not going to do it now because Dracula's his son-in-law. Why is he still alive? Why is he still alive? He has no reason to keep going. Yeah. They need to, uh, to kill to, him. <laughs> he needs to go to, what is it, Sweden where you can get euthanized. Yeah, they need to fucking... <laughs> no, no, he's not good enough for that. He's not good enough for Swiss euthanasia. We just need to throttle him as he sleeps, put a pillow over his head, <laughs> kill him. Pull the plug on his little kettle bell <laughs> His body, horrible body. <laughs> he's really no good. Like, you wouldn't trust this guy near your kids. No, like, definitely he's, not. He's evil. He wants to destroy monsters. What, has he just developed this gun? If not, why has he never fucking used it? Why didn't he use mm-hmm. it in the third one? Yeah, it's a dangerous weapon. It needs to go. I hope they left it there. What, left it in that cave for any yeah. fucker to find? No, definitely not. They need to we'll keep it in a, it. In a Take dungeon. It to Mount Doom. It's convenient that there was another crystal, wasn't it? Just, just the one <laughs> as well. Just one more. So if they do this again, then they're fucked. Yeah, oh yeah, they are fucked. What if Dennis gets his hands on it? He's only a kid still. He's only 25. He's a dumbass. He'll probably shoot himself in the... F- He's only 25. He'll probably shoot himself in the fucking head and turn himself into a dog. I'm dumbass. sick of living here. He tries to kill himself but turns himself into a human. Well, I mean, I'd want to, if because he's literally in his twenties by now, and he looks three, and his only friend is a dog, and then a dog girl who he hangs out with. Yeah, and she's not aging either for some reason. They're trapped. They're both trapped, and it's brainwashed kind by of... their granddad. Yeah. What happened to the great granddad as well? I like that guy, Mel Brooks's guy. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like well, any more than one human, film, he would have definitely died, wouldn't he? He'd have turned into a big pile of dust. Yeah, he'd have been fucked. <laughs> I've got a note saying that the Cave of Reflection would definitely be a ride at Universal Studios if anyone cared about this series as much as we do. It's crazy. I'm going to say I think we care about this more than anyone who lives. Yeah. Saying that, I did find some reviews uh, online uh, which were very funny. Do you want me to read out this review? Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Okay, I found it Ma- by Max Powers 10 hours ago. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 4 may be an improvement over the terrible third film, but that's not really saying much. Sure, the film does have an interesting concept and some nice animation, but that doesn't save the film from this terrible story and writing that just rehashes tropes and plot elements from previous films. Mm. Jesus. I guess not um, wrong. You can't really fall not- much of what you say in there. Another one, it's such a bad film that the third one is better. Uh, one does now let's review four. Bolliers. <laughs> I mean Bolliers there are Bolli. some good I mean there are some good things like the animation, it looks good, and there are some funny moments, and that's it. Man, the story is literally copied from other movies. Like they could have did a change. That's so wired. I don't think Brian Hull did a great job. He I still good, but when you fist <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you fist him, it just sounds wired and you can tell the voice change. The movie is so Russian short and it's 88 miles long. 
that's pretty short. I do not like Dracula. He is very unlikable. He is a very rude character to me and a bit shellfish <laughs> because he does not want to give the hotel thing to Johnny. Well, be quiet. You almost died the two half of the dumb movie. Johnny is all right. Every side character is all right to like, bro, the two half is the most stressful thing to sit for her because it's just Dracula getting hurt. That is annoying. The final battle is rushed and one of the most boring boss fight in the world. Then the hotel is gone at the end because of that hamster and then all in capitals the whole bullying got built in one year all right then the animation changes at then end of the movie when all of it was bold when we go in the aimshin change like what man <laughs> back to lowercase man just a film that needed a lot of work i'm done three out of ten just let <laughs> leave your kid to watch it just leave the room become man your flum sucks but <laughs> three out of ten do we really think this guy has has kids and no way. that's not a kid that's I like mr adultman or whatever it is from Bo- <laughs> bojack horseman that wrote that review exactly. okay here's one more two stars because we're true fans of the first three i'm truly not a hater and i'm absolutely being honest in saying this was sadly a huge disappointment thought for sure this was going to be awesome my husband and i were more excited than our three children for this movie to come out even watched it again hoping we missed something (laughs) they watched it twice (laughs) in one day day. it's only been out one day No disrespect to the writers, producers, actors, etc. But we felt like there were so many missed opportunities to pick up on awesome bits from the previous movies. Things that shouldn't, couldn't have happened if you're a true drag fan. (laughs) So many misses for a movie that we believe had so many possibilities. The scary didn't see it. Laughs, maybe a chuckle or two. And the heartfelt moments you got from Go were just lost in the nonsense or poor attempts. I am glad that it didn't take a trip to the theatre. Cost us dollar dollar. We don't have or risk in our health during this pandemic just to find out it wasn't even close to what we anticipated. Waiting for, gotcha, the real movie will be released soon. It's not that bad. Holy shit. No, it's not as bad as these are saying. I I kind of agree though. Like, I genuinely think if we weren't so enamoured by this world and yeah and stupid and doing this for a podcast and like, if I'd paid to go and watch this at the cinema, I would probably be in that sort of camp maybe a little bit yeah maybe i think i'm a bit biased but it's a fun enough film Mm. it isn't as good as the other three though i think that is definitely like a glaring truth i'd say it's on par with the first one for me but the second and third are so much better but yeah even that that, though seems to be against what everyone's saying about (laughs) in those reviews everyone's saying the third one's shit and you're like yeah it's the best film I think they get better, except for this one, which takes a few steps back, but not in too bad a way. Mm. I just like the animation now. The animation's so fun. I think my ranking is two, one, three, four. Two, one, three, four. I think okay, so. mine is three, two, and maybe maybe one, four. Actually, I think I prefer one. Yeah, I think that if you're looking at this in some ways, not in the way that we're like obsessed with Blobby to the point where you've literally got one stuck on your wall behind you right now. They've stuck on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at it like as a film, this it doesn't hold together too much. It could just be like an episode of a TV show or something. A little bit. Yeah, you are right. You are right. I just can't be objective with these films now, and I have so much fun like thinking about them. That. Yeah, the characters and even do then, a lot of the work, we... don't they? Yeah, and even then, if I'm being objective, this is still so much better than most of the stuff we watch for this podcast. Like even oh, yeah. <laughs> with all these kind of issues, imagine if we dared say this was in the pit after like so much shite that we've put in the 
castle. Ridiculous this is like six and hot fine and stuff. This is better than those. This this is like this an is so much film. better than them. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to say, or should we get onto our Sandler scale? I think we should go on to that. I've called it the No Sandler scale, but I also will settle for Beyond Sandler. You know, like a Beyond Meat Burger. This is like the vegetarian oh, yeah. version of a Adam Sandler film. <laughs> Looks kind of the same, but it doesn't quite taste. Beyond Sandler. <laughs> That'd be quite a good follow-up podcast. <laughs> Good stuff. How did you do on your Beyond Sandler scale? I did really, really well. I got a full sweep. I think some of them might be a bit tenuous, wow. but I got a line in 17 minutes and 50 seconds. A rare bingo all from one character as well. Not all in one <laughs> moment, but one character. So horrible voice I've got for Johnny singing. For some reason in this one, despite Andy Sandberg being a good musician that can sing, when he sings, Just get free of us! <laughs> it's really weird. I don't know how I just did such a good Lin-Manuel Miranda voice there, but... It's really um... good. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lin-Manuel Miranda singing. It's so <laughs> shit. It's rubbish. He's a good songwriter, though, but he's just bad at And he always singing, puts himself it? in things, doesn't he? A Washington Heights and it was Come on, buy your rice <laughs> creams. It's a peel Bless him. Bless him. Nah, I don't want to be too harsh on the guy. In the Heights was fucking great. Tick Tick Booby directed was fucking sick. And Canto was fucking great. And he mm. wrote all the songs for it. He's a good writer. Yeah. I just don't like his voice. He's a talented man, but I just don't like his voice. Come on, peanut. What are you talking about? <laughs> Every time. I really didn't like it in the Heights. I watched it recently. Did well, I didn't not? dislike it, but it's like for me, it's like a solid like free star film. Did you like Jimmy Smith's? Good morning, not, Usnavi. Not, not particularly. Put twenty dollars on today's lottery. Think... That's the only line he sings. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't sing much, does he? Killed it. <laughs> um, he doesn't sing in any of a song. That's the only line he sings. No, it's amazing. His story He's musically his... doesn't sing. It's the Mania. It's no Transformania. You've got that right. Yeah, go on. Go for your list. That was a big tangent. <laughs> uh, big shorts I ticked. Johnny Loughran, of course. And makeover sequence. The whole film is like a makeover sequence, but I particularly went for when Johnny transforms because, like, it's a bit more of a full scene. There's even bits before the transforming where, like, Dracula tries to make Johnny smart and stuff, doesn't he? There's, like, one flash where he's on stage and he, like... I think he, like, freezes time and puts him in a suit and slicks his hair back for, like, ten seconds. And then Johnny like shakes it mm. off and he's like, dude. Um, but yeah, that was a line that was in 17 minutes. I had a dream sequence. Drac imagines Johnny's version of the hotel and it's kind of like neon colours and there's like slides everywhere. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Vomit. There's a bit when Drac's on the flight as a human and he's like literally like chunder and his mouth's filling up with sick. He's puking in his own mouth. He pukes out the window, covers everyone in vomit. <laughs> cross-eyes, there's a lot of that, but Johnny, when he transforms, goes cross-eyed. Mm. Singing Drac, just the two of us, opens with it, really, doesn't it? Hit in face, there's a lot of hits because it's a slapstick film, but when Johnny first becomes a monster, he like walks through the hotel and he's just like whacking his face on every chandelier and not feeling it because he's so excited. <laughs> Then... He's so stupid, isn't he? <laughs> He's proper <laughs> stupid, yeah. Thick as shit. And then I got a fart joke right at the end. This was the last one I got. This is when it goes into 2D. I've written 2D Murray farts in jacuzzi. They're in a, a jacuzzi that's filled with goo and he farts and a bubble comes up in the credits. So yeah, full sweep. Well How done, mate. Do you Beyond Sadler scale? Uh, I didn't get a full sweep, I don't think, but I did get a line insanely fast. I think I got a line about two minutes in. Whoa. My line was, kids love him, yeah. Mavis loves Dracula. 
violent kids, Mavis is doing some vampire shit in that mm-hmm. opening scene. Flashback, it's a flashback. So literally it happens immediately, oh, the yeah. line. Like it was yeah. crazy. Then my other ones I got I got shouting drag. Obviously, we get a lot of Brian Hull shouting. Outdated reference, uh, I put for the Char Char slide. Old joke was just everything with Murray in this film because they finally found some avenue of comedy for it. the mummy <laughs> and then fucked yeah. it again. And then <laughs> when they've got they've had perfect opportunity for comedy in him being full of resin and cum or whatever you said he was for. Yeah, there's so much they could have done with that. <laughs> uh, I didn't get hit in nuts, I don't think. The animation's so frantic, that could have happened and I'd just maybe wouldn't have spotted mm. um reference to weed i didn't get and i was really trying to listen out for johnny saying like <laughs> oh yeah when i was in cambodia man it was crazy the green dude and he, then it turns out like he was talking about blobby i don't know <laughs> he does talk a lot about his gap year experiences in this one more so than in the others i think yes but he is traveling at the time so and he's yeah. more in the foreground in this than he has been since the first one yeah they did kind of shelf him for a bit didn't they yeah and then come out steaming with this and then bikini i don't think i got uh yeah i can't think of a time it's a shame this film could have been right for the bikini maybe at the end when it was a health spa in the 2d section there might have been a bikini in there maybe i might just Griffin wear <laughs> but yeah uh quite heavy on tropes as kind of expected good day um, for both of us good day so that leaves only one thing to ask is this film being turned into the worst possible thing you can imagine a balding old man <laughs> <laughs> and being flung into the pit because it's so old and bald and pathetic and worthless. Mm. Or is it getting turned into a sick, sick dragon that is awesome and there's literally no setback except for some convoluted thing that they keep transforming into more bestial versions because there's no downside to being a monster and flying its beautiful wings into the castle. Where are you putting this castle up at? Oh, I think it's got to be castle. It's going to fly into there. But however because of the monster tax, it's only going to be able to go so high in the castle. <laughs> I think the top shelf is reserved for the classic monsters, the the meatier Sandler versions of the mm. Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, number three. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one is just... It is a step below those ones. It does feel like... I think you said it best when you said it was like a, a back step. That it's taken it does feel like there's a really good concept at the heart of this but there's just a few things missing to really take it to the next level it would have been great to have had adam sandler still in it and kevin james and i think some of their writing might have helped this a little bit you know that sort of comedy there are still funny moments and whatever in this but like I think they would have probably been able to take that absurdist stuff to like the next level like it was in the third one because even though that wasn't a great film like some of the stuff that happened in it is just like baffling. You it just was... say the third one's not a good film. No, I say it's not like a great film. I don't think it's It like... is a great <laughs> film. It's really good, man. They've got a Kraken. <laughs> it's really yeah, good. It has a lot of really good stuff in it. But I don't know. I think I didn't feel as keen on that at the time as you did. But like yeah, I don't know. It does definitely feel like there's a few things missing. It feels very direct to streaming service sequel, which is what it is. Yeah, it's a shame. There's a couple of missed opportunities, but like at the end of the day, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Has a character journey. Things... That's all we need. <laughs> it's colourful. I reckon kids will really like this one. To be fair, 
yeah, I think there's enough moments that stand out, good action sequences, and I, I would definitely couldn't criticize this very much, to be honest. Like, not an amazing film, but like definitely a solid entry, maybe not a solid ending. Oh, supposed to quote. <laughs> That's really good. Um, <laughs> How about you? Yeah, I'm Castle for me. This is a fun film. It's got beautiful animation, genuinely really nice. And I think that is finally found this kind of nice style. It's a shame that we're not going to see more of that animation. It's it's really nicely done. It looks gorgeous. Is it Sony Pictures who do these? Yeah. Yeah, their animation is fucking phenomenal in the last couple of years like and i feel like this has learned stuff from some of their most successful and critically successful stuff i feel like the way that this would be improved first of all with sandler and kevin james and all and all the original people back and also i think a bit more creativity with what you give your monsters to do when they turn human like they reduce all of them to one joke frankenstein's handsome uh invisible man is naked wolfman is relieved mummy is old like you have one thing for everyone and they could have had a lot more fun with it and made it maybe a little bit longer Mm -hmm. but in its current state i bet kids like you say this is for kids and i think kids are really like this it's very frantic and energetic and fun and great character designs for i don't think i mentioned that when they actually change i think all the designs are good i think they all look fun yeah this was a fun film it's a shame this is the last one that we ever get to talk about because i I love this aspect of this podcast for some inexplicable reason. Not well, as good as the... still watch Norm of the North one day. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is fine. Not as good as the others, but definitely still a castle film. That's fair. Have you got a little game? I have just... got a little game, yeah. <laughs> we... Chat. So we were going to potentially do more fan fiction, but I didn't want to alienate our audience anymore. Did we get a comment on our Christmas episode? Was it from Stu Munro, Short Circuit on Instagram? Was like, this made for an awkward listen in the cab on the way home from work or something like that. <laughs> so, I yeah, love that. Enough. I wonder what was awkward about it. Was it he was playing it out loud? Oh, could you imagine? Head. To oh, save our dignity just a little shred, instead of doing fan fictions or anything too horrible and disgusting, I've made a game. This is a format of a game that I'm really into at the moment, which I think we've done the last couple of episodes. I can't remember where this one's actually slotting, but it's... This uh... one's between Strange Wilderness and Bulletproof, so next week is Bulletproof. Right, okay. So it's yet another true or false type thing. Okay. This one's called, ah, real monsters or fake freaks. <laughs> there's a show called Our Real Monsters that was on Nickelodeon. I don't know no. what happened in it. <laughs> I just remember the name. Might not even be real. I've listed a bunch of films, okay, mm. starring all of our favourite monsters from the Hotel Transylvania series. You've just got to tell me if they're real or if they're false, okay? There's some okay. crazy ones here. I've got a fucking, I've got loads. I've got like fifteen, I think, because <laughs> I really went to town on it. Do you want to start? Yeah. Cool. Okay, the first one. Dracula and the Boys. Dracula yeah. and the Boys. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. It's got to be fucking... I would say it's real. Fuck it. Correct. It is real. It's a 1969 real hardcore porn film with the first ever homosexual vampire. <laughs> oh, I knew I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and it came out in 1969. Homosexual vampire's ever been on screen. That's crazy, considering, like, Interview of a Vampire. Like, most vampires, they have some homosexual vampires quite often in popular media. That's mm. mental. It originated here in yeah. this porn. <laughs> I, th- I think it's the first time it was on screen. It might have been in books. Oh, before. okay. Okay, Mama Dracula. <sighs> Real. 
It is. It's a real film from 1980. Okay. Um, Dracula in a women's prison. <laughs> Should I just say real for every reason? I think that doesn't sound like it could possibly be a film, but if you're go- taking porn in, then I guess, yeah, real. It is real, yeah. 20, it's part of the <laughs> 2017 uh, real film series. There was a couple of them, I think. Okay, Scooby-Doo, The Invisible Man is behind you. Fake. It is, that's a fake one. <laughs> yes! Now, don't get me on the goddamn 42 straight-to-video bloody <laughs> Scooby-Doo films, mate. Like, it's not Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster or Scooby-Doo and the Zombie Island or whatever. Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase or whatever it was called. Cyber <laughs> Chase, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I had the Game Boy game. Oh, it's a great I was game. fucking terrible at it. Yeah, that there will be an Invisible Man one, but not mm. he's behind you. <laughs> you never know. Because it doesn't matter where he is. He could be right in front of you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's invisible. Um, Dracula's <laughs> Ring. Oh, God. Dracula's Ring. Uh, probably probably fake. That's a real Danish miniseries from 1978. Dracula's Ring. Cool, cool. The Frankenstein Family Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't true because this is the Mansons, isn't it? It's fake. Yeah, it's fake. Uh, <laughs> is the real film the Manson Family Massacre? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's a real film. I think that is a thing, though. <laughs> Dummy the Mummy. Real. <laughs> it is real. It's a real film series as well. There's loads of them. I think they're Dutch. There was one and it was like Dummy the Mummy and the Golden Scarab. And it's like a little boy holding a really horrible puppet of a mummy. Oh my God. Is this it? Dummy the Mummy? Yeah, oh probably. no, look at this boy's lips. I don't like that boy, at yeah. all. Yeah. Dummy the <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, horrible little puppet. Should we watch this for the podcast? Yeah, I suppose we probably could. Yeah, because <laughs> the cast is Julian Rass, Roland Fernhout, Yaya Gea, Ton Cass... And Steve Buscemi. <laughs> so, uh... No, if Buscemi's in it, then yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go Frankenstein Created Women. Real. Yep, 1967 real film. There's a there's a couple of those as well. How about The Erotic Misadventures of the Invisible Man? The what? The erotic what? The Erotic Misadventures of the Invisible Man. <laughs> well, that's essentially what we've been watching in these films. I think that sounds plausibly real but for that i think it's fake it's a 2003 real softcore porn film good stuff there's a couple it was a remake as well of another film called like the dirty invisible man or something like that dirty invisible man <laughs> um scooby-doo in where's my mummy real that is real alvin and the chipmunks meet the wolfman oh now so there's abbott and costello used to meet so it's Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman, Abbott and Costello meet the fucking Frankenstein, Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man. Alvin and the Chipmunks would make sense because it's got the kind of, I don't know, it sounds similar. It starts with the same letter. It's probably got similar syllables. <laughs> if you were going to make a parody of that old style comedy film, then it would make sense to do that. But maybe you've seen Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman and you thought, oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. So you've put Alvin and the Chipmunks before. I'm going to say this is fake. You made that up. It's real from 2000. Fuck. Yeah, there's a bunch of those ones as well. King Kong versus Frankenstein. <laughs> real? <laughs> <laughs> it's fake. It was originally going to... That got turned into King Kong versus Godzilla because the next logical step, if you're changing something from Frankenstein, would be to make it into Godzilla, wouldn't it? 
yeah, a giant gorilla fighting a what is essentially a man stuck to other man. Or you could have an atomic lizard. <laughs> the power levels are insane. It was either called King Kong vs. Frankenstein or King Kong vs. the Prometheus. <laughs> Which I always love. The modern Prometheus himself. <laughs> Taking selfies. <laughs> Alright. The Invisible Man vs. the Human Fly. <laughs> the Human Fly. What a fucking rubbish name. Um, I'm going to say it's real. It is real. It's a 1957 yeah. Japanese film. Oh, God. All right. Billy the Kid versus Dracula. <laughs> what, a fucking cowboy versus the Prince of Darkness? <laughs> this is rubbish. These matchups are so shit. It's like, oh, let's get like <laughs> fucking Helen Keller versus Godzilla. Like, this crazy disparity in power. I think that's real. It is real. It's a real 1966 <laughs> film. Rubbish. Right. Dracula versus Pinocchio. <laughs> the Prince of Darkness versus a fucking toy. Rip, rip him to shreds. <laughs> no, but he could make a steak out of his nose, couldn't he? He could, but you could also just rip him How to sick bits. How Oh, fuck me. Oh, God, I hope that's real. I don't think it is. I think that's fake because we were talking about Pinocchio the other day. <laughs> we're always talking about Pinocchio. So it's we? fake. Yeah, that one is fake. Hell yeah, because we were talking about that horrible Pinocchio film that Rob Schneider's in. Really good film. All right, um, this is the last one that I could find. Um, Bonnie and Clyde versus Dracula. Fucking Clyde. What are they? They're just, they're just robbers, aren't they? They were bank robbers. They didn't, they didn't know how to slay vampires. <laughs> didn't they get shot by regular bullets from a gun? Yeah. But they operate in daytime. you got to remember that with all of these. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. By the time the sun sets, you're in his arena. <laughs> This is his town. Maybe you've got to invite him in. Fuck me. No, they, because they'll be all around town, like, stealing cars and money. Yeah. So you just get them in the street, bite yeah. into their necks, kill them. Bonnie and Clyde versus Dracula. I can't imagine. I'd be very creative if you've come up with that. That's very funny. <laughs> but I think that's real. It is real. It's the 2008 film. Bonnie and Clyde versus that's Dracula. incredible. <laughs> Let me look that up. Bonnie and Clyde versus Dracula. These are all Dracula. according to IMDb, all the ones that I've said are real. Oh, so it might not have... No, it's there. And there's also Romeo and Juliet. Oh, no, that's an epic rap battles of history. I'm not talking about that bullshit. <laughs> I saw oh, one my that was... God. It's not out yet. It's out next uh, this year. That was Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula as well. <laughs> Why do they keep matching him with people he'll easily beat? Like... They Sherlock need to Holmes watch could... these films and see all of his powers, don't they? Yeah, he can literally stop time. You're telling me that fucking Sherlock Holmes can deal with that? Yeah. Imagine them having the Batman versus Superman style fight. <laughs> he's like sprays save. him with garlic powder. He's, like, he's on like, the floor like, him. save Mavis. <laughs> but Mavis is my mum's name. Mavis Holmes. Mavis is like a grandmother name, though. It is. It would make sense if it was a, a grandma. Oh, God. And he's, like, punching him, and then he just suddenly goes still. <laughs> Fuck me. These films are, are so funny. What funny are, titles. Lots to think about there, though. <sighs> yeah, that's it. You did... I really think you tired did me out. Well. 
I think you can kind of see through the way my mind worked with with these ones. Definitely. I can't wait for us to get to that Pinocchio film. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. Holy shit. I'm knackered. This yeah. has been a, a lot. Yeah, a hell of a discussion. I think we've spoken about this a lot more than I expected to. I know I know we do get out of control with it, but like this film, yeah. as soon as it finished, I looked at my yeah. wife and I said, I really don't think that we're going to have anything to say about this one. Yeah, and here then, we are. <laughs> here we are, two hours later. And it's crazy because I'm literally moving house in less than... 40 hours i have not finished packing as you can see by all the plants that are behind me i am not even close to finishing packing i haven't sorted out my flight or anything like that this is the last thing we're recording before i leave for four months i'm shitting myself and yet and i still tests and all that nah i'll do them tomorrow it's all it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine i'll sort it as well it's, it's fine longer. i'll sort it i'll sort it, I'll sort it. i don't get it. they're getting a pcr test two days before a flight i could get it before within that time frame yeah, no, Makes sense getting it literally there and then. Wouldn't um, it be useful if you could freeze time? <laughs> oh god, it would. If I had that so power, it'd be sick. It'd be so good. What so, are we watching next time? Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Is it bulletproof? Yeah. So from one powerful man to another, <laughs> I guess. Yes, from Bonnie and Clyde, who weren't bulletproofed. <laughs> Adam Salu, I guess, is. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, it should be interesting. It's one that we've put off for ages because. I think we kept just saying, like, it just looks crap. But yeah. we're going to have to do it eventually. We haven't seen an Adam Sandler lead for ages. And after Hotel Transylvania, which is full of no Adam Sandler, a Beyond Sandler film, as we say, it'll be nice Hell to watch yeah. one where he's, like, the lead or co-lead or whatever. Yeah, one of our only ones left where he's a lead, except for Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. A very rare one that he actually is even in, seeing as, like, he's probably not that much of a main character in Men, Women and Children. That's like yeah, the only other one. Spotting. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh dear. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us thesandlerpit at gmail.com. You can also visit our social media at the Sandlerpit on Instagram and Twitter. And I guess we have a Facebook page, but we never update it. Mm-hmm. We haven't updated it in about Months. a year, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the last thing we posted was M- Murray drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy mummies or something, wasn't it? I kind of like leaving it at that, to be fair. That's pretty good. Yeah, It's like yeah. it ended there. <laughs> that was the end of our the podcast. The podcast ended. The podcast died. <laughs> While you're checking out our social media stuff, it wouldn't hurt to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or mm. if whatever weird app you listen to podcasts on has a rating system. Just do it. Why not? It doesn't hurt. Yeah. If we please. get enough five-star reviews, we'll put time and effort into making sure that Hotel Transylvania 5 <laughs> across the Transylverse happens. <laughs> Transylverse. If someone pitched an amazing script to Sony, would they be like, all right, let's do another one of these. Fuck it. Probably. They'll probably just do it without any of the involvement of everyone else. <laughs> just no one else. Thank so you thank to you our to... DJ Blobby himself, <laughs> Joe Tyrone, for our music. <laughs> It's great. It gets us all dancing all the time. It does. He's really a very talented musician. I'm sure in the summer he'll have some dates coming up for He's touring stuff. Wallachia. He's touring all over Wallachia. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Luke Terry, for editing together all these episodes, uh, especially this one, which is, God, well over six hours. Three hours. It? Great. <laughs> too long. <laughs> Jesus. And thank you to Luke Thomas for his lovely drawings. I love the one that he's done of us transforming into monsters. <laughs> And I can't wait to see what else you come up with. Yeah, I've got to cram some alternates in in the next day. 
so I can fucking cancel my Photoshop subscription for a few months. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, so come back next time when we're going to be talking about Bulletproof. And until then, it's been a very happy Sandler buy from me and a very happy Sandler buy from him. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Hotel Transylvania 1 to 4. Rest in peace. Cha-cha now, y'all. Cha-cha, <laughs> <laughs> I have a total dad bod. It's me, Uncle Griffin.